Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a Episode of M4G Radio. This is episode 476 uh, for June 12th. Why does that date sound important? June 12th. June 12th. Oh, that's right. E3 be happening right now. Uh, every year, this is always a weird time slot for us because we are recording while it's a- going on. After one show, before another show, like literally hours before another show, and you won't hear this show. Until, Until after, after that show. Yes. Yeah. So everyone that listens to this show is going to know a lot more about the E3 than us. Yes. Which is weird. And we're going to have a huge debate on the show about a certain price point uh, that will be official before you hear this. So our arguments might be moot. They might be relevant. Are there going to be arguments, though? Because I think Jay's going to argue it. I feel like he is. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff to be talked about. Okay. Uh, but anyway, on the show today we have Jay. Bundorna. We have Drew, sexy Drew. Sexy Drew. Yeah, sexy. I'm sick. So which they heard that on Phoenix Down. If they listened to that, I was getting sick as that show was going on. Yeah, but now you're in the deep dark recesses of sexy voice. I guess I don't know. Yeah, you got like you got like a day and a half to two days of that. So enjoy that. So tell I us about fucking the peaches, Drew. Tell us about can, the peaches. I can eat a peach for hours. That's right. If you don't know that reference, you should go watch that movie because you're a terrible. You're missing person. out on a fucking fantastic movie. Yes, yes. It's dumb and bad, but it's amazing. Oh, but yeah, it's uh, E3. It's going on. We got some news from that. We've got some rumors floating around about that. Don't worry, Drew. I will not give you any any leaks because I know you like to be surprised. Yeah. So. We won't talk about any of the leaks, but we will talk about news. There was a lot of games announced before the show, so we'll talk about those. Yep. But first, we're going to talk about video games, because uh, you know, that's why we watch these shows, because we like playing them. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll just make sure. So, Drew, do you did you play anything? Yeah. Uh, I played... Um... That's my Canarium? favorite game. Oh. I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's Canarium, I believe is how you pronounce it. Canarium. I believe you're correct. Yeah. Um, which is kind of like a puzzle adventure game. I thought it was uh, horror. It, it, yeah, I mean, it's set in a, a horror-esque kind of setting, but I wouldn't say this game is very scary. Oh, okay. It's it's atmospheric, but there's no like jump scares or anything like that. So there's nothing that's actually actively scary. Uh, but it's based on Lovecraftian lore. 
Uh, you play as a guy who is at this base in the Antarctic and pretty much woke up and he's all alone. Know where everybody is. I think it takes place in like the 50s or the 40s. I can't remember. Um, and you've got to go around trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Um, there's a lot of it feels a little bit like amnesia, but I'm never being chased by anything. At least as far as I've gotten, I haven't. There's, been there's no monsters that you've noticed so far, or anything. The, well, there's most certainly things you'll see. Like you'll see a figure. Like you, you come to a hallway and you'll see a figure <laughs> at the end of the hallway moving to the right or something like that. And you know, it plays ah, scary music. But that's about it. Um, there's no, there's nothing dangerous happening as of yet. And I'm about two hours in. Mm. Uh. The puzzles, there are some pretty unique puzzles. Um, I, and it's one of those where you, they don't actively show up as like, oh, this is a puzzle. You just kind of have to like look at the environment and kind of figure out what you're trying to do. Uh, and the first couple of puzzles were actually pretty... It, it was one of those where it was implemented well to where like, oh, okay, and I figured this out on my own without having to like, you know, without something like shoving it in my face. Hey, this is what you have to do. And I was like, okay, it kind of made me feel a little smart. So it's okay. Uh, I think it's, is it $20? It may be 15. I can't remember. It's on steam. Uh, but I played that. I'll play some more of it to get the review ready. Uh, I have attempted to play Friday the 13th again. <laughs> I try every single day. Uh, it has been getting easier to find games. But you, oh, still okay. have to, you still have to sit and wait for about four minutes while searching. And even whenever you get into a game, you're not guaranteed to stay there. Oh, good. Uh, the Xbox One version of this game is the one that is taking forever to fix because it has to go through certifications. Uh, and that's the one I'm playing. Uh, but I have played a few matches, just quick play matches, uh, all done by the counselor. Fun anecdote, last night I decided I was going to try and play it again. Uh, and I think the reason why it's getting easier to find games is because people have stopped trying to play the game. Uh... But I got into a game, played as a counselor, I escaped, and then I was like, okay, I'll just stay in this room and keep going. And so we got a full group of people, the game starts, I spawn in as Jason. And I was like, finally, I get to play as Jason in a real game. Because I play as Jason with just Ken and Justin, but we all just fucked around. Uh, and I wanted to actually try and play as Jason. So he, he, Jason always starts in like a little shack, and as I was walking out of the shack, game froze, and then it cut me back to the main menu saying, you have been disconnected. <laughs> to which I said, hit the Xbox button, close the app, fuck this game, and then I went and played Overwatch. I, 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 I'm done trying with that game. Like, I wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I, and I get it. I'm not trying to be mean to the developers. The developers are busting their ass trying to fix this game. But damn, guys, you should have fucking delayed this or fucking had a couple of betas or something. 
this is why I was I was really surprised when you guys told me it's like it's also for Xbox One and PS4. I was like, really? Because you know that's the kind of game that really screams. It's still in early access, but we set a deadline, so here it is. You know, one of those things. Yeah. And people are playing it fairly fairly regularly and fine on uh, PC. It's big on Twitch. Uh, it was huge, at least for like like two weeks, being top top one of the top five games on Twitch, which means a lot actually for. It's uh, its exposure and its popularity and the amount of copies that it has sold, but it being in this shape or form on a on a console, for a predominantly you know a PC developer doesn't surprise me much, but it's unfortunate. Yeah, so I I'm about to give up on trying to play this game, and I'm just going to review it. And when I review it, it's not going to get a very good score. Yeah. Makes sense. Because I mean, it's I mean, this is we're three weeks out, guys. It's a bad experience. People, people have paid forty dollars, and for three weeks, this has been their experience. I st- I still find it funny. I saw people complaining on Twitter, like responding to the, you know, the developer saying, "Hey, we're fixing this. We're fixing this." They're like, "I paid sixty dollars for a game. It should work." I'm like, "You clearly didn't buy the game because it isn't sixty dollars." Oh, it's 40 Yeah, it's $40. Which still sucks. I'm not saying that you don't have a right to complain, but you didn't buy it. Because I don't know about you, but if I spend $60 or if I spend $40, I know how much money I spent. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> how does the uh, digital refund stuff work on Xbox? Uh, Xbox has it, it has it now. Oh, it does? Uh, you have to play, have to have played it for less than two hours. Okay. I think, uh, and then you can get a full refund within two weeks, I believe. Mm. I, uh, I've most certainly played it more than two hours because I think I've sat two hours just sitting there searching for games. Yeah, but I, I do believe there's exceptions for games that don't work. Yeah. But it's not like you can get a refund anyway, Drew, because you didn't pay for it. True. <laughs> I'm not trying to get a refund on it. I'm just saying, like, anecdotally, I have sit there for two hours watching something spin searching for a fucking game. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like so, playing Sniper Ghost Warrior 3. Yeah, I know. Just watch it. So, spin. yeah. Played that. Uh, I played, uh, jumped back into Heroes of the Storm uh, just to do some quests and stuff like that. And started experimenting with other characters. They got some great fucking characters in that game. Who'd you try as? Uh, Gul'dan oh, is yeah? amazing. He is. He's he has some of the best survivability I've seen, uh, and for an assassin especially, uh, you got to play him correctly. But his life steal or life whatever it is life tap. Well, he does life tap to restore his mana, but mm-hmm. he always has the active ability to suck the life out of other people. Right. Uh, but you know, and if you make a build around that, he's kind of like you can't kill the guy. Unless he's getting like grouped up against like two other guys, mm-hmm. so yeah, individually like taking on one on one, Gul'dan can definitely wreck a guy. Uh, I messed around with a bunch of people. Uh, I tried out uh, Nova a little bit. Uh, tried out uh, God, what is his name? He's from Starcraft. He's a warrior. Tassadar. Uh, Tassadar. Yeah. Tassadar. Um. So, I mean, it's like every character in there feels completely different, and it's refreshing to just try out a different character. 
I uh, I actually had a similar experience when I was I needed to play a specialist hero, and I was kind of getting tired of playing um, Sergeant Tammer, you know, the tank. So I was like, I'll try someone new. So I decided to try out Abathur, because that, that's a weird ass hero. That's a hero yeah. that you kind of like park in an area and then send out little drones, and then you put on like this parasite on one of your teammates, and you're able to help them using a shield, like uh, this AOE ability and this like little thing. But when I started delving into like how Abathur's skills work, I could notice that I could kind of bounce between different people every five seconds, like put up a shield on all the allies around them, bounce to another target, like soup up my little drone to make it big and huge and like push a lane on the side when everyone else is busy somewhere else and just have like dominance over multiple lanes and then make one of my guys really, really powerful. So even though it becomes uh, how many people is it like a five versus five or six versus six and uh five versus five five versus five right so even though it is kind of like a four versus five when they're in like a big team fight if you play Abitur correctly you can have a huge impact and I thought that was fascinating so I really got into uh, taken to starting playing a lot of Abitur when I whenever I need a Starcraft or specialist hero yeah that game is that game's still solid I love yeah it's that a good game, game man yeah. yeah. It's really good. I mean, yeah, sure. If you want a more deeper experience, you could always go to Dota or something like that. But Heroes of the Storm is one of those pick up and play games. Just find yeah. a character that you like and just go for it. You know. And of course, I played Overwatch. Yeah, you did. I played it with Jay last night. Mm-hmm. Man, I, that, well, I feel like we that should be. The, in, but... Yeah, I feel like that should be the cadence for loot boxes in that game. Just you know, it felt it felt really good to play last night and get five. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. So, no, that's the I, I you're 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 pretty much right at this point because I have so many duplicates. Oh yeah, that it's it takes ten boxes to get something that's not a dupe anymore. Yeah, I I, I always get at least three, sometimes four, and and, and so, it's it's ridiculous because I'm still missing hundreds of items. Yeah. And uh, my thing is, is like, I don't know why, like, they need to do something. Either they need to have duplicates give you more gold, or they need to make you get more experience. Yeah, one of the two. Yeah. I'm expecting some kind of a change, uh, you know, because of the huge uh, backlash on how the anniversary boxes were, and, you know, the... The fact that people are not going to be able to keep like the, the the dance stuff, I went basically. I, I went on a, like a spending rampage, bought a skin because I'm not sure if I'm going to play today or tomorrow. So you know, I decided to just buy everything I wanted. Now, when you have four thousand gold left, I used to have like eleven thousand because I bought basically the dance of every character except for Bastions because fuck Bastion, and I, I don't I don't ever play them. Uh, but that's each of those dances cost seven hundred and fifty gold. As an epic, and it, it costs me, you know, there's a lot of characters in the game now, so that's a lot of gold. And because of that, they're really iconic things, and they're going to be gone when the anniversary is, is over. They confirm that they're still going to be tied to this event. So going forward, I feel like they've noticed how people feel about these cosmetics, how much they love them. And I understand that it's, some, it's not something that you need in order to play the game properly, certainly not. But it adds to the enjoyment of the game so much to the point where it's becoming integral to the experience. Uh, not not as much as uh, the maps or the characters, but 
you know, I mean, Ken, like, for example, if you're no longer earning loot boxes, would you still be playing Overwatch right now? Yeah, probably. You probably would, right? I mean, it's but, the, game, the game is really good, so... Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it incentivizes people to continue to play, especially during those events. Like, I could not play Overwatch for a month, and a new event will drop, and I'm guaranteed to play. Oh, the first, sure. like, two days, you know? Yeah, that's just, it's just going to happen, because I want to see the new content, I want to get the new items. So it's such a good selling point. It's just, if they were just for a little bit more generous with it, I think they could continuously earn even more goodwill from the community, make the game last even longer than um, it's going to. Yeah, I mean, during those events, I put in an obscene amount of hours, more than most people play that game regularly. Mm-hmm. And I still don't get nearly all of the stuff. And right. if, I think you should reward your dedicated players. If you're going to play every day, I should get you know a quarter to half of the items that are in that event. So, you know... Yeah, fix the algorithm for the boxes, or or make it more than one guaranteed anniversary item per box. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that was brought up many times. People are saying like make it two. Yeah, and that would uh, alleviate a lot of the problems. Yeah, either that or when a, an event happens, everything that's legendary, like the legendary stuff that you get, is just from that event. Yeah, don't give like, me just, don't give me gold, don't give me skins that are in the game all the all the rest of the time. All yeah, all the rest of the time. I swear to God, I've gotten multiple skins, like legendary skins, from this event, mm-hmm. and it's stuff that I already have that's in the base game. I'm like, come on! I mean, I was like, I, this is like, I'm playing the anniversary to get the anniversary shit. Yeah, right. and no. also don't don't ever 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 give me gold during an event. In a legendary item. Yeah, yeah. That enjoy your two fifty gold for this three thousand gold duplicate. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> uh, it just seems like a slap in the face whenever that happens. It has, and it's happened multiple times. I got the tracer skin three times during this event. That's ridiculous. I, I've I got gold. Even, I haven't even got it yet. I've got gold, gold four yeah. times on a legendary item. Yep. Uh, I've gotten gold more than anything. The only skins I have is Symmetra and Genji. I want the Genji skin. That's the only one I don't have that I kind of want still. <laughs> I, I have it, and every time I play as Genji, I'm like, I'm a little bug. I'm a little bug, because he looks like a bug. Common mm-hmm. Rider. Oh, that game. It's good. I still and I've been it. experimenting with other characters. Like, I played some Reaper. I like Reaper. Yeah, they're changing his... His makeup in the next patch. I hope it comes through. Yeah, it looks, it looks insane. No more souls. Yeah, just means like I saw a picture of uh, once the new uh update comes out, it showed it showed a picture of Reinhardt, and it says what Reaper sees now. And it's like a health pack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. All right, anything else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> I finished up uh, Wolfenstein. 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 I finished that up. Talked about it on Phoenix Down. And uh, now I am began, began playing Earthbound. Oh, there's something. Earthbound. Did you ever play or beat Earthbound? No, I've never even touched it before. Oh, okay. How about Matt? No. Oh, this will be a new experience for you guys. This is the first time for, ever, for all of us. Nice. Game's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Um... But it does have some humor in it. Mm-hmm. I like that about it. But I just I feel like some of the mechanics in that game are really weird. So this was what how laboratories turned into, right? 
How Labs? Guys who de- yeah. Then uh, they, the developers of this went on to make HAL Laboratories, which then I, made Pokemon. I think the story behind this game was, wasn't it like fucked code-wise, and then Iwata came in and cleaned up all the code on this game? Yeah, Iwata recoded that entire game by himself. Yeah, yeah. That's the only story I remember it. about that game. Um, but I'm pretty sure the guys who, from here, went on to make, like, HAL Laboratories, and I think uh, maybe some guys from Creatures that made Pokemon, because I can see there are some mechanics that are in Pokemon that are also in this game. Yeah, the game also looks a lot like Pokemon. If you, if you, if you die in a battle, you can retry, but you don't retry. You start back from your last time you saved, but... You don't lose any progress. So let's say I went through a dungeon, right? And I got killed at the boss of the dungeon. All the experience and everything that I found in that dungeon is still with me. It's basically like, oh, well, you died. Now you got to go through that dungeon again, but you kept all your shit with you. That makes grinding easier. That makes grinding a shit ton easier. Yeah, I think it's pretty smart, honestly. I think a lot of character action games also do that. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles also did that, where you can uh, die in the middle of a boss fight, and if you kill a bunch of the bosses' ads, you get experience, and you level up. But if you die during that battle, you still keep the experience when you reload that checkpoint. Yeah. And you just kind of, that way kind of ramps up your strength over a period of time, so you can kind of grind your way in the middle of a boss fight. I think that's clever. It allows you to brute force your way through it, and that's how yeah. I play most of my games. Yep. <laughs> That's why shit out of those games. That's that's the the tactics, yeah, just just brute force everything. It's There's not much tactics currently. I'm only about three hours in, and all I have is Ness as my party member. There's no other party member, so what's your favorite? Everybody's food? attacking what, him. What's your favorite food? My favorite food's a steak. <laughs> I also chose steak as my favorite food. Would you? Would you name your dog? Uh, King. All right, you're you're lame. King. Is that, Dude, was, was I, that the name of your dog before or something like that? I put, I don't care for everything. It asked you at the beginning of the game, what do you want to be called? I don't care. Okay, your name's Ness. What do you want the girl named? I don't care. Okay, her name's Paula. They're just going by the default names. Yeah. I just went with the yeah. default names because I was like, fuck it. I mean, you know, uh, I'm not putting Lifty Fernandez in my games. You should. So. You should. That's Ness. We all know him as Ness. Ness. So. Yeah, I'm playing that. Uh, interesting title. Yeah. I will give it that. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. What are you playing it on? I'm playing on the Wii U. Okay. I was just curious if you if you dug out an actual copy of the game. Oh fuck that, dude! You know, it's like 180 dollars. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, all right, Jay, you play some games? Uh, I try to. Um, let's see. I played a couple of things, but I didn't really get to spend too much time on it. I think the game that surprised me the most was actually Gwent. I actually started playing the open beta for Gwent. Because um, we're talking about The Witcher, like me, Ryan, Drew, and some other people. And then I was like, oh man, The Witcher's so good. So I started playing uh, Gwent because I like that card game. Like it's, it's a really fun card game. And I didn't know how much they changed it to make it more competitive. And more like player friendly, and man, Gwent is is awesome. Like, I found my card game. Like, I, I'm done with Hearthstone. Like, completely now. I tried Shadowverse. That game is neat, but it kind of really feels like a lot of pay to win stuff. Because it, imagine if you can if you play Hearthstone 
but you could put three legendary item, uh, three legendary cards of the same type in your deck. It'd be fucking madness. And they allow you to do that in Shadowverse. And I really don't like that aspect of the game. They should allow only one legendary per uh, one legendary of the same type per deck. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise it's just too much because those legendaries are hard to get. So if you want to make like a good deck that includes four legendaries and you need three legendaries of each type, then that's way too much investment for me, and I don't I don't care to do that. But uh, and Gwent is is much uh, it's much less of that. It's all about just basically being tactical and figuring out what kind of cards your opponent has because you know how Gwent works, right? You get you, you guys both played Gwent before, right? On uh, Witcher Three. Yeah, yeah, I played a little bit of it. So basically, it has this unique functionality of the round rounds, right? So it doesn't matter if you win the first round; if the opponent wins the second two rounds, they win. So you can basically kind of throw away a round and kind of bait them into overextending and then try to go for the win in the second and third round. And there are a lot of clever little things because other card games, I think their biggest downfall is the RNG aspect of it, right? Which is kind of a weird thing to say because, you know, cards are all about the uh, the random number generators and, you know, how lucky or bad luck you get. But in Gwent, you have a 25, like, you know, card deck and you start out with 10 of the cards, you know? And then you draw more on top of that after the round's over. You draw two more, and then one after that round's over, you draw another one. So most of the games that you play, you're going to draw out 90% of your deck. So that takes the whole luck factor out of the game so much significantly to the point where it's more smart about tactics and how smart you play your cards, like how when you decide to go for these, these removals, when you try to, try to counter uh, your opponent's strong plays. And... Um, the the visuals for the card uh, cards work and the artwork is still stellar, uh, looks even much better than how it looked like in The Witcher Three, and um, yeah, I mean fucking Gwent music, man, it's sick. <laughs> they got like remixes of Witcher Three songs and stuff like that in there, and it's just a good time. Like I'm having so much fun with Gwent, I wasn't expecting it at all, and uh, it's still just in open beta. It's not even 1.0 yet, so they're still continuously improving the game. So that's that's that. I just needed to come to a mobile because you know during 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 the last few days when I wasn't you know on my PC or anything like that, I really wanted to play Gwent, but I couldn't play it on my phone because it's not available on mobile yet. So I hope they they do bring it over soon. I also played a, a decent amount of Tekken Seven. I know uh, Ken, you reviewed this game. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, you seem to enjoy it. Uh, I it's mean, good. It's good. Yeah. It, it did after Injustice. It's hard. Right, to right, compare right. single-player content, because that thing is just packed. Um, right. But there's a lot in Tekken 7, like more than most fighting games, single-player content-wise. The story is not good. <laughs> well, I don't think... I think when it comes down to it, I think the presentation of the story between Tekken 6 and 7 is certainly improved. Sure, But you're sure. right, it's, it's not in the League of Injustice. So that's kind of like the downfall of Tekken 7 story mode is that... It, it has to come and kind of follow up the act of Injustice 2, which has probably, well, no, which definitively has the highest production value story mode in any fighting game ever, you know? Well, my, my issue is not necessarily, because the story is the story. Tekken's always been weird. I've enjoyed that about it. Right. But my problem is the fights. Like, there are too many, here are ten P-Jacks. There's, there's too much of that. And I, I, I don't I, know. I, I maybe like four times during the campaign. It's not that's too bad. that's three too many. I, I didn't mind it too much. It's like they're like target dummies. To I me, would so. rather. Well, I would rather play a, a real fight, not 
What the fuck's a P-Jack? You remember, you've, you've never played Tekken? I played Tekken Tag. There's a character in it called Jack. He's a robot, big dude. Okay. And in the story mode in Tekken 7, there's a lot of fights where it's like, well, here, you're going to mow through ten of these guys or whatever. And oh. it, it's literally just, it's it's just fodder and it's not fun. Like the, the It's like Dragon Ball versus the Siamen. Yeah, the the yeah. <laughs> I mean and it's it's weird because Tekken Seven can do better like that Akuma Heihachi fight, that was epic mm-hmm. as fuck. It was. That was good. You know, like do more of that. Yeah, I mean there were some crucial big clash moments. Like Kazuya Heihachi thing was epic. Akuma, uh, Heihachi, and other stuff. I thought that was neat, but uh, you know, I wasn't expecting that much from the story uh, story mode, so it didn't really disappoint me much. It was a dumb story, but I mean, something kind of big happened at the end of that, so that might change uh, how uh, you know Tekken's going to go forward as far as the story goes. But uh, yeah, I mean, outside of the story mode, which I which was pretty short actually, maybe like an hour, hour yeah, and a half. It's yeah. not very long. Yeah, it was just fine. Yeah, you know, I'm not. You know, this is not a. I didn't get Tekken Seven for the story mode, just like how I did with Injustice Two. I got it for the, the excellent fighting mechanics and the ridiculous amount of characters in the roster, which there is like what, like 32 characters or something like that. Yeah, there's a lot. There's quite a few. Yeah, there's like crazy, crazy amount of characters, and they're so different. The the way they play, the the way their mechanics work. Uh, Akuma, I, I got to you know try, uh, try Akuma, and he actually played a lot like a Street Fighter character would. He feels which, really good. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. He's, he's got like Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter four combos in Tekken. Yeah, and I thought that was awesome. It's like the exact same inputs and stuff like that. I was like, wow, that's just like, this is actually working. He has a and goddamn super meter. He does. He does. He has he's got the EX meter. He's got the raging demon for his rage art and stuff like that. It's pretty excellent. I, I played. Uh, I played the game online for a bit. I started unlocking some of the customized, uh, like the the loot box equivalent. But you never, you can't buy loot boxes in this game, so you just kind of unlock them over the thing. And I thought that was pretty fun. I got some pretty cool things for Leo that I was, uh, which is the character that I play the most right now. But they took out Lei, which really bugs me because man, his Lei. A classic in a Tekken game, and he was my one of my main characters all the way through uh, all of Tekken actually since like Tekken three. So that that bummed me out that he's not in this game. But uh, yeah, Tekken Seven is pretty excellent. I'm gonna keep playing it. Uh, as far as fighting game goes, that's my choice for 3D games. Like I usually pick one 2D game to play, one 3D game to play, and my 3D game of choice has always been Tekken because I just love the way that game feels and plays. Uh, and man, that slow down thing when you got that last bit of health bar. And you're about to do that clash, the last hit of your opponent. So dramatic. I love it so much. Yeah, that's that's a great mechanic. Yeah, it's, it shows you some hitbox porn too. Because your character model sometimes duck right underneath the, the other guy's attack while they while they hit him. And it shows you exactly how precise the hitboxes are. And I really appreciate that kind of thing. Uh, you know, I like, like Drew, I also played Overwatch. And here's the storm, but that's a moot point at this point. I, I, uh... I think that's it. I wanted to play some other stuff. I wanted to finish Akiba's uh, bit this week. I was actually making good progress, and then stuff happened, and that didn't happen. But I should, you know, all all willing. But then with E3 and everything like that, man, that game is just getting pushed back, and I feel bad about it. Because it's not a terrible game. It's just boring. I just have to kind of will myself to play more of it because it's it's a game with a storyline, and I kind of need to see how it ends to actually give it a score. So I need to beat the game to actually put a score on it. 
and it's taking me a long time because all these distractions and E3 technically being more important to me than this game. So <laughs> it is what it is, and I'm just putting it out there. It's just, it's just, it's just how it is, you know. Yep. Uh, and that's it, more or less. All right, uh, I'll wrap it up. Um, just a couple small little things about Tekken. Um, I, the the loot stuff is neat, but my biggest issue with it is like it's totally random. So oh, like it, it doesn't it doesn't like give you stuff for people that you actually play as, which Injustice in has that problem outside of versus matches, which I think is just kind of garbage. Um, but no, I I think it looks really good. Um, I'm playing on Xbox One, and the loading times are unbearable, which is which is almost yeah. Un- I, I heard about that. Yeah, it's it's unforgivable in a fighting game. Like those things need to load fast. And it really takes me out of the game, makes me not want to keep playing because I'm like, oh, I'm tired of waiting. Right. I'm tired of waiting. But no, it's 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 really good. I'm very happy with Tekken Seven. I think it's uh I think it's great. Uh all the endings from the old Tekkens are in there. That's fantastic. That's, I, I never thought of them ever doing that, and that's the first things I started to unlock. And oh man, it's such classic things like from Tek- Tekken three, seeing like the olden stuff and how much they've improved over time. Yeah, it's become like a library of uh, Tekken Tekken lore in a lot of ways. And I think that's excellent. What pisses me off the most about it, though, is like they they clearly know that those things are fantastic and people love them. Yet Tekken Seven's endings are fucking garbage. And yeah, the the arcade ones, right? No, there is no arcade ending. Like if you play through arcade, you just get the standard credits. To get the character endings, you have to unlock the character stories in the story mode. Oh, and those the, really short things. The, the one fight things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the endings they have after that are bad. They're not good. Mm-hmm. Like, you have a legacy of CGI endings. That's one of the best things about Tekken. And you fuck it up in the newest game. The game is already 50 gigs big, though. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Ridiculous. Give me CGI. Give me good, stupid CGI endings for beating arcade mode like Tekken always has. That's what mm-hmm. I want. Also, pre-ordered character. Fuck you again. Wait, who was the pre-ordered character? Elsa. Or is it Eliza? Oh, the, 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 the vampire chick? Yeah, the vampire chick is only if you pre-ordered the game. Really? I thought I had her. Let me see. Yeah, it's a code in the box. Yeah. I, I hate that in any game, regardless yep. of whether I like the game or not. That's just yep. anti-consumer. Is, NetherRealm is terrible for that. And now Tekken's doing it. It's like, no, don't do that. No. That's just that's just bad. That's just bad. That's stuff. a bad look, man. It's a bad look. Uh, I also I can finally talk about Arms. Oh yes, I played. I've been playing Arms for like two weeks. Um, that game is really fun, but there ain't much to that game. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's it feels really bare bones. As far as content goes. Really? I thought it had a bunch of different modes and stuff. Uh, it's got like two modes. There's a there's a Grand Prix, which is the single player. You play through it as a character. Um, and inside that, you'll do things like uh, the normal fights, but then you'll also do things like volleyball, basketball, uh, which are fairly basic, um, neat diversions from the normal fighting. Um, you can play it without the Joy-Cons, like non-motion control with the Pro Controller. And it plays fine, but you lose functionality of the actual game when you do it that way. Um, because when you're playing, 
you can use, uh, like on, on the Pro Controller, you use the triggers to punch, uh, and you can use them independently, left and right punch, and you can direct the punches with the left analog stick. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're using the Joy-Cons, you can direct each punch individually. So say you throw a right and then a left, you can send the right to the left and the left to the right. You can't do that if you're using a standard controller. Mm. So there's an actual advantage for using the, the Joy-Cons for this game? Yeah, there's an actual advantage to using the motion controls. That's Which, which is kind <laughs> of weird. Yeah. Um, but no, it's. I mean, I love the look of the game. It's got that Nintendo, you know, really slick presentation. It looks really good. Um but yeah, it's weird. It just feels super bare bones. Like there's not really much. You can unlock arms for your character, mm-hmm. but they're just the arms from the other characters. So if you're playing as you know, with, I, I'm sorry, I don't know any of their names. Uh, but if you're playing as the the girl and the robot, you can get the the springy guy's arms and put them on her. Like there's no I'm sure. Way. I'm sure it's very meaningful as from a tactical. Standpoint, sure, sure, but, because the arms do yeah. different things. But like, there's that's all there is to do. Like, there's just it just feels it doesn't feel like a full sixty dollar big budget game. And and you know Splatoon kind of felt like that when it launched the original, but they put a lot of free content in it. And supposedly arms is going to get free content as well, including stages, characters, stuff like that. Okay. I think they are marketing ARMS uh, specifically more as a multiplayer experience sure, compared sure. to a single player. So I can understand why the single player would feel bare bones. But, I mean, it's not like Tekken 5 bad on launch, right? It's got stuff you can do. It's got the arcade mode. It's got like those like target things and different modes you can do. So I think it's it's fine for what it is, especially since they've you know established the fact that they're going to be adding more to it. But I'm more curious about your online experience and how that's felt. It's fine when it works. I mean, it's not an intensive game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's... I mean, Nintendo's network, and there's a reason why they delayed it till next year. Like, it still feels like it has some issues. Right. Um, but there is some cool stuff online. Like, you can do, you know, 2 v- 2v2 and 4-player free-for-all. Like, that stuff's really fun. Um, but, I mean, overall, it's just... It just is what it is. Okay. Again, it just does not feel like a $60 game. Mm. I don't know. Uh, also played a bunch of Dirt 4. Um, I know some people groan when they hear that word, but I love those games. I love rally games, and I love a good rally game, and Dirt 4 is a damn good rally game. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of different modes, different types of races, so there's rally... Uh, rally cross. There's truck racing. There's classic rally. Uh, truck racing is my favorite because it's on like a dirt track with like eight other cars. Uh, the physics are really good in this game. Uh, it does allow you to customize. Uh, so in those simulation style games, I always play on you suck at racing games mode, and this one has that mode, um, which I really enjoy. There's also a lot of meta stuff in that game, which is really weird. Um, I wish you could automate it because I'm not, it's not for me. I appreciate that it's in there, but it's not for me. So you can do things like you can hire PR directors, you can hire engineers, you can hire, um, people that work on your cars. And when you hire these people, they give you access to new upgrades and things like that, which is really cool if you dig down into it. Uh, because like, for example, the, each individual person that you hire, you can put them on a contract for a certain amount of championships and then you can buy perks for them. So when you buy a perk for them, you may get, 
you know, more credits or better upgrades for your car. Um, and you spend your, your earnings money from the races that you win in order to buy new cars and perks for your characters. Uh, you can also create your own team, customize it. Uh, when you buy a sponsor, like the sponsor's logo goes on the side of your car. Um, there's just a lot of stuff in this game. Um, and it's beautiful. Like, visually, it looks really, really good. Um, but yeah, if you if you like the Dirt series, this feels really good. And it's, it's nice to see that series still kicking around. Uh, Codemasters knows how to make a good racing game. The, the only thing I think about when they make like a specific, let's say, if they have a game that's specifically only F1 or if they have a game only for Rally, I think about games like Horizon that have those modes or something like that or a game that has multiple modes that also includes Rally on top of everything else that they have. Why wouldn't you just want to play one of those big games that include the, the Rally aspect of it on top of what, whatever else they have instead of just one specifically for Rally only? Well, because those modes in those other games are very bare mm-hmm. bones. There's usually only one or two tracks. Um, okay. Usually only a few cars. You know, it's it's not a big mm-hmm. chunk. Unless you're talking about like Forza, was it Forza Horizon 2, I think, did a full DLC for rally racing. Okay. Um, which, was, which was substantial, but it still wasn't nearly as in-depth and big as a game like Dirt. Okay. Uh, and not to mention Forza's rally mode played kind of like Forza off-road. And there's a there's there's a there's a very substantial difference between a rally racing game and a street racing game. Okay, like, so there is a there's a massive difference, and then you can definitely oh definitely for sure it's it, it it'd be like comparing like a Street Fighter V's 2D pseudo 2D style to like Tekken's 3D style. Like it's it's a very different way to play the game. Mm. So, and I've always been a fan of rally racing. Like I get why people are into Formula One. I get why people are into NASCAR. I've always been a rally racing guy. Um, things like um, Rally Cross, Rally Sport Challenge, uh, the Dirt games. I've always been a fan of those. So I'm very happy Dirt's still around. Speaking of very different racing games, I played that Wipeout Omega Collection. Yeah, how is that? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds, that's promising. If you want... So Horizon Zero Dawn, you can go away now. You have been replaced as the showcase game to look at on a 4K HDR display. Are you talking? Are you telling me that a Wipeout Remaster Collection looks better than Horizon Zero Dawn? I'm going to tell you that you ain't experienced a game, baby, until you played it in 4K <laughs> native resolution at 60 frames a second in HDR. <laughs> Holy mother of God! Really? It is glorious. It never drops a frame. And this is not just a remaster. It feels like these are new assets. It looks incredible. Wow. Like, I put it on I will put it on the demo mode and just and just weep. It's beautiful. <laughs> Wipeout remastered collection. Yeah, it's the most beautiful game. It's beautiful. You've got the you, wow. man. You need to see it. You need if you have okay. a 4K TV that has HDR, you need mm. to see it. It's just oh, and it's Wipeout, so it plays sublime. You know, oh, it's yeah, real smooth. It it's real fast. Like make you sick fast. It's super fast. <laughs> um, and there's a ton of stuff. There's like 26 tracks, 49 vehicles. Um, it includes three different games, so it includes Wipeout 2048, 
which was, uh, I know I'm going to get this wrong, but I think it was the PSP launch game. Uh, It includes Wipeout HD, which was the PS3 one, and it includes Wipeout Fury, which was the expansion to Wipeout HD. So there's and a lot. How do you how do you toggle between the different games? It's just like it's literally on the main menu. You can play 2048, you can play HD, or you can play Fury. And they they all look this good. Yes, that's crazy. Yes. They, it feels like the developer went back and redid every track and redid every vehicle, and it's just oh man. I'm and telling you, this? forty bucks. And well worth it from your opinion. Oh, absolutely! If you've ever enjoyed a Wipeout game. Or enjoy those future kind of hover racing games. Mm-hmm. You should go buy this game right now. I kind of want to buy this game right now. It's kind of weird how you get native 4K in this game, though. I had to look it up. So there's an option in the menu that says motion blur, which I always turn off. I don't like motion blur. Um, if you turn on motion blur, it runs at checkerboard resolution. So it's not native 4K. If you turn off motion blur, it's full 2160p, 60 frames a second. (coughs) Excuse me. And it's beautiful. You should play this game. Okay. Especially if you have... High recommendations. Yeah, especially if you have a 4K TV. Like, I bought it off Amazon, so, you know, I got it for like $31. So good. So good. Excellent. Uh, and the last thing I played is I, I finally plunked down the dollars for Parappa the Rapper Remastered. Was it on sale or did you just buy it? No, nah, I just bought I was like, you know what? I I grew up with this game. I love this game. I wanted it in my collection. So I bought it. Right. That game is hard to go back to. It is. Not because of the music, because the music is fantastic. Like, the songs are still the best. But the timing on the button presses in that game are fucked. It's weird. Yeah, if you want to play it, go into the options menu and put it on easy because it's super forgiving then just to enjoy the music. Because if you play it on normal, like fucking Chop Chop Master Onion on my first try, I got you rapping bad. Really? Yeah, it's the timing on that thing is just atrocious. It It is not aged well, unfortunately. Maybe it's a conversion to... HDTVs and how input lag works. I don't know, but man... That's gotta be it, man. But you figure with a remaster they would have fixed it. Or at least put like an option in there to set the millisecond timing. But yeah, like this this game is like classic PlayStation like doesn't even have like a title screen kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's just they did nothing but up-res the the in-game assets because the cutscenes are still that fucking like 240p CGI... I heard they added one more song. It's like a bonus thing. I didn't see it. Uh, maybe you got to beat it to unlock it. I don't know. Yeah, you got to beat it to unlock okay. it. Okay, I only made it through. I only made it through the Jamaican frog. Okay. So. <laughs> in the rain or in the snow. I got the funky, funky flow. <laughs> uh, Parappa, such a classic. Dude. Oh man, like just give me a soundtrack of that game. Oh man, oh man, I oh goddamn. I hope that uh, Rappin' Rabbit gets uh, kickstarted. I saw the, the prototype video for that. It looks super interesting. <laughs> it does. It really does. I, I think it has tremendous potential and just how creative and innovative as how you play the game. Because it's not just about 
you know, timing your your button presses at the right time. And this is about like it's like a tug of war between you and the other rappers, like going back and forth. And I really like that aspect. There's no other games like that. No, I mean, there's really nothing like Parappa since Parappa came out, and for them to kind of expand on that is super mm-hmm. cool. I I will buy that game day one if they make it. I don't kickstart, oh, uh, but you know. Yeah, definitely. I, I would also pick that up too. And but speaking of rhythm games, I also played uh, Super B Zonic on the PS4. Actually, just like yesterday, I, I had what it in the mail. What the hell is that? I saw that came out on Xbox One, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh, did that game actually come out on Xbox? Yeah, I thought like, it was a uh, Vita PS4 only. No, it's got this anime girl on it. It's like forty bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, it's actually a really cool like rhythm game. Um, it's got you use the. Uh, I mean, it's fairly simplistic. You use the uh, the the D pad and the face buttons, and then there there's you know there are different buttons and that come up, and you have this like this face interface where the notes are coming at you, and you have to press them at the right time. Uh, it's got a lot of like K-pop, like uh, different like foreign music and stuff like that. It's got some really neat like remixes of old like uh, PM Studio songs. They've been this studio has been making rhythm games since the PSP days. And they've been very good at it. And uh, this is the game that they came out on PS Vita a while back, maybe like two years back, I think, two or three years back. And they decided to port it over with, I think, all the DLC and stuff. It feels exactly like the same game. So if you have the Vita game, it's not too much of a selling point. But if you like rhythm games, uh, if you're kind of into like K-pop and like J-pop and stuff like that, um, especially, and you you know you enjoy uh, like you know timing-based games. With uh, tons of unlockables and a lot of songs and stuff. There's also like Guilty Gear songs and stuff like that in here too, which I think is pretty funny. That's good, hilarious. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's a good game. Uh, I I didn't buy it because I you know wanted to rent it to see how much the new content was. I don't think there is too much new content, but I already have the PS Vita version, so I'm gonna probably uh, keep playing that version if I have the uh, have the urge. But it's nice that it's actually on Xbox and uh, PS4 now, so more people can enjoy it. Yeah, I saw it, and I had no idea what it was. I was looking at the screenshots, and I'm like, is this some kind of rhythm game or something? Yeah. Uh, is there a demo off for it? If there's a demo, you should check that out. No, unfortunately, there's no. not, and it's 40 bucks. so I'm like, eh, I don't, know if I'm, I, don't, I don't know if I need this right now. Yeah, if you see it in a sale or something like that, it sounds like you like rhythm games. Oh, I do. I, I love yeah, rhythm yeah. games. If you can maybe pick it up at like a $20 price point or something like that, highly recommend it at that price point. All right. Well, if I see it yeah. down there at like 40 bucks, I'm not going to buy it, but yeah, yeah. for 20 I might pick it up. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, but that's it, John. Like I said, John will be here at some point. I don't know when he's coming. Um, I guess we could talk about the the new releases that are out this week. There ain't much because everybody was smart and didn't mm-hmm. release things during the week of E three. But uh, Cars three, <laughs> the, the the movie game is out this week. Wait, there there was a Cars three movie. It's coming. Oh, it's uh, okay. yeah. They've been teasing <laughs> okay. it for a little while. Uh, Psychonauts and the Rhombus of Ruin, the physical release. Is that the week? VR game, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Pixel Heroes Bite and Magic hits PS4. That came out on Xbox a while back. Great name. I don't know about the game. Uh, Air Missions Hind. I don't know what that is. Well, it's out this week. Right. Uh, the Tour de France 2017. <laughs> 2017. You know... You know, I would be curious to play that game for 15 minutes to see what it's like. Because are you just on a bike race for like six hours? Yeah, probably. How does that work? I don't, I don't understand. Tour de Force is like notoriously long. Well, wasn't like 
there's a Le Mans race that's 24 hours, and one of the video games actually put it in there. And there was an achievement for doing it. I'm like, dude, that's an achievement that is not worth getting. You would have to, I mean, realistic, realistically speaking, it'd probably be better. Because could you at least pause the game? Because if you can pause it, it's easy. But if you can't pause it, I don't. Then... I don't know if you can pause it or not. Mm. Still, I don't know if I'd want to play the same race for 24 hours, whether or not I could do it over a month or not. <laughs> uh, and Nintendo was pushing ARMS out on Friday. Okay. So, You know, ARMS is one of those games, kind of like the way I feel about Splatoon. It's not a game that I'm really into myself, but I appreciate the fact that it exists. You know, yeah. A new IP from Nintendo is a rare unicorn-like thing. It only comes every generation or two sometimes. It's a, it's a weird thing, so I, I want to see them succeed. It seems like a neat idea, so I, you know, we'll, we'll see where that goes. It's fun, it's charming, I just don't think it's worth $60. Alright, so the game with the best name this week might be coming out on the 3DS. Mm. Are you ready for this? It's a mouthful. Oh. Uh. It's called I Am an Air Traffic Controller Airport Hero Osaka Kicks. How many how many words is that, Ken? It is one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine. Nine, 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 nine words. Nine words. Yeah. That's that's impressive. That's out on the three DS. All those people said there was nothing coming out for three DS. Well you're wrong. I would love to be the guy that's doing the physical artwork for the box of that game. Just like, okay, how am I going to fit this title on the 3DS box? And then I have to figure out, like, the, the graphics and everything. No, no, there's no picture. It's just the words. Yeah. It's just, a, just, it's just the just words. A white background with black letters that just says that. That's all it is. I suppose you'd have barely enough room. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, probably. That's pretty impressive. All right. Uh, and then PC game with best name this week is actually a game you've probably heard of. But mm. the name still gets me every time I read it. Uh, Super Dimension Neptune versus Sega Hard Girls. Sega Hard Girls. I've, I've actually known that game existed for a long time now. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah, Sega Hard Girls. What does that even mean? <sighs> I think I used to know what it mean, but I no longer know anymore. Sega Hard Girls. It's funny to me. Yeah, I'm sure it's it's something completely innocent, but it does sound something naughty. I don't know. Sure. Well, I mean, it's like Neptune Dementia. I don't think it's innocent. Uh, yeah, it's probably a double entendre or something. I don't know. All right, news. Drew, are you back? Now he's dead, man. No, he's I'm here. dead. I'm here. Oh, I'm here. Okay. Okay. okay, it's time for news, and we'll go through this. A lot of this stuff is not E3. Some of it's E3, um, mm-hmm. but here we go. PS4 and Xbox One both got price cuts this week. The Xbox One S is now selling for 199 US dollars. That's cheap. That is cheap. Uh, the PS4 uh, announced a new system this week. It's a gold-colored PS4 Slim, uh, and it's 50 bucks off. It's not. It's not Pro or anything like no, that. No, no, no. It's just standard yeah. PS4. I don't. I don't understand. Why would you make something? Gaudy as gold, and then make it cheaper. Bling bling, yo. I don't understand. Where's the marketing logic for that? I don't know. Some you know? some assholes will buy it. I don't know. You can have it gold. I don't know. Gold, son. Uh, Kingdom Hearts three put out a new trailer. Anybody watch didn't it? Didn't watch. Didn't watch it. Don't care. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> no, it's like you know the thing about me about Kingdom Hearts is that 
Kingdom Hearts on paper sounds like a game that I should love, but when I play it, I don't like it at all. I don't mind them. It, it bores me, and the story is bad. The story is bad, and it's confusing and convoluted. But I always liked the combat in them. I, I didn't like the combat at all. I thought it was button mashy and kind of repetitive. Uh, I don't know. Earth My Sleep had a great combat system. I I was willing to give the the game a shot if we got the game whatever what was it two point five or something well, was the Kingdom Hearts collection thing for on PS four right? two point seven dude I don't I don't know man so if if we got one of those uh like for review I was like all right I'll maybe I'll finally give Kingdom Hearts another chance but that never came in so I was like okay no I reviewed right. it <laughs> wait you reviewed it yeah. Oh, I thought it never came in. Okay. No, it, it had Dream Drop Distance, and it the had... The first collection came in, the second one did not. No, no, I was talking about the second collection, Drew. Oh, you talking about the one that had Kingdom Hearts 2 in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, did, we never gotcha. did get that one. I ended up buying it and never playing it, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, To cash in on the NES Classic, they're releasing an Atari 2600 pack. Uh, It's called the Atari Flashback 8 Gold. Comes with 120 games, two wireless controllers. Okay. All right. Uh, all it's right. got 720p HDMI output. <laughs> For Atari games. Yeah, baby. It, hey, there's two Atari collections on PS4 and Xbox One. You should just probably go buy those if you want to play those games. Might be the best idea. Uh, How also, long is the, is the <clears throat> controller cord for those things? <laughs> That's what I want to know. It's wireless. I just said that. Oh, it's wireless? Oh, my mistake. All right. Yep. And cool. it's got two ports for wired joysticks and paddles if you want to use them. Uh, it out support out output 720p through HDMI. It's got rewind, fast forward, and save functionality. Uh, they're nice also one. doing a Genesis version with 85 games on it. Who is they exactly? I was trying to find. The, it's called At Games. Holy Nintendo... shit, John! <laughs> it's got to make an entrance by making the most annoying noise possible. <laughs> I have I have not said a word. But your background no, 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 you noise. Just, you're, yeah, your mic started making <clears throat> weird noise when you joined Excuse in. Me. Well, that's like that's my fault. It is. It is actually literally your fault. Uh, All right, I'll, I'll go then. Yeah, get the fuck right. out. Uh, Genesis. The Genesis has 85 games on it, including Sonic and Knuckles, Mortal Kombat 2 and 3, Fantasy Star 2, and Comic Zone. Sounds okay. So. Yeah. What have I missed? Uh, we're in news. We're trying to okay. tiptoeing around E3 stuff first to get to the stuff that... Uh, mm-hmm. so what's this about, Genesis? It's uh, basically the NES Classic. They're doing an Atari and a Sega Genesis. Are they shaped uh, like mini versions of the yes. same console? Yes. Okay. And I take it Sega isn't making it? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Okay, so third party job. There's been loads of those about the, uh, especially the Sega. I, I can remember seeing like handheld versions and various bits. I mean, I've got a, uh, I bought a like a, uh, a, like a Sega one that had Sonic games on it, but it was shaped like an arcade stick. It's, things tiny, so it's not the first time they've done this. I actually considered buying the Sonic Mania Collector's Edition, the one that has the Sonic shaped statue, <laughs> but it's not actually a disc. No, I've, I've it comes actually. Comes with a code. Yeah, it comes with a freaking code. Yeah. Oh, I've pre-ordered it, but that's not for me. It's for Laura because she's a massive Sonic fan, so it's like a uh, late birthday present for her when it does release. Looks cool though. Um, here's one for Drew and Jay. Capcom files a trademark for a game called Monster Hunter World. 
I have no idea what that is, but I want to find out. Oh, it's E3 time, baby. Monster Hunter for the Switch. (sighs) No, that's double X. Or a brand new one for PS4. Double X. Hey, you know what? Yeah, just do it. Just fucking do it. It's time, Drew. It's time. You got this. All right. Uh, Square Enix also announced another remaster this week, Final Fantasy Dissidia. It's coming to the PS4. Yep. Oh, that's a remaster, is it? Yeah. Nintendo's... What? Wait, Dissidia is not a remaster. It's, it's a it's the what is that uh the arcade was, game that's been going around. Yeah, but they're bringing it to PS4, so I'm assuming it's a remaster, right? It's never come out, right? The, no, no, we're talking about the brand new Dissidia game that's only been arcade only. So that's actually coming out to the PS4. So that's new. I didn't know Dissidia was new. I thought that was an old ass game. I no, watched, Dissidia I... as a series is old, but there was a new arcade game that came out. It was and it was arcade only with the brand new graphics and everything. I right? watched the trailer for this. If this is a new game, Square probably need to hire new people. I saw a trailer for New Dissidia and it looked like the arcade game. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I don't know. See, Dissidia NT, right? I don't remember what it was called exactly. Yeah, it's NT. Does it have Noctis in it? I didn't see him in the trailer. Okay. I. I... I don't know. Fuck it. The, the City of Game is coming to the PS4. Who the fuck cares? Um, <laughs> Some people do. Nintendo Switch, is, Nintendo Switch is finally getting Axiom Verge. Uh, there's a multiverse edition coming. It's a physical game. The funniest thing about this release to me was that the physical version is coming for Switch, PS4, Vita, and Wii U. No Xbox One. So, Darksiders wasn't the last Wii U game. Well, Axiomverse technically already came out. This is a physical version. So Yeah, but Darksiders already came out. Yeah, but so is Axiomverse, just not physically. Yeah, okay. Uh, That's not the point I was getting at, but yeah. Oh, fuck <laughs> off, Joe. <laughs> Uh, Dragon Ball fighting game coming from developer Arc System Works. It's a 3v3 fighter due in 2018 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Rip Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Right, right. Are they the guys that do Blaze Blue and yes. Guilty Gear? Yes. Yeah. 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 They, they also did the Persona 4 spinoff, which was excellent. Yes, so, yes it was. Uh, so, just to be... Go ahead, Drew. Is this a 3D fighting game? 2D. 2.5D. Yeah, 2.5D, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but, I mean, is it on a 2D plane? It's got to be, yeah. It's probably, like, built on that same engine that uh, Guilty Gear. Guilty X-Series. Gear, yeah. Mm. So, but you know, it's going to look fucking amazing. I will actually play this, then. Because yeah. if it was a 3D fighting game, I'm done. But if it's 2D, sure. Yeah. But, uh, like I was saying, just to be clear... Arxis has made a Dragon Ball game before, and it wasn't great. It was a 3DS game. Well, there's your but, problem. But yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. There's a size, the scope, the budget difference. And the screenshots they're showing off of this game looks pretty fantastic. And when they have the budget, they've shown. Like, Arxis makes good-ass fighting games. Like, like the Persona, especially, if you play those games. So I'm really anticipating this one. What was that um, PS3 and 360 game? Oh, God, Battle something? Battle of Z? What? The Battle of Z? No, 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 it was a fighting game. Um, had the little knight dude. Oh, you're talking about, uh... 
The name is escaping me so badly. It's I know what game battle. you're talking about. It's yeah. something battle. Yeah, battle something, something battle. I don't remember, but that game it was, was free, great. It was free. It was free on uh, PS yes. Plus. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Gat is coming to Agents of Mayhem because, of course, he is. It's the same fucking game as Saints Row. Except you're cops this time instead of. I don't even know, but it, whatever that game is, it looks fun. But whatever. Battle Fantasia. Bah, there, there you go. go. That's the Thank one. Thank you, Jesus Christ. I couldn't think of that name. <laughs> did you Did you look it up or did you remember it? I I was going to look it up, but I immediately said, "Oh, Battle Fantasia." Nice, well done, sir. Uh, da, 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 da. I like that game. Way forward, or is it way forward? I think it's way forward. Is making a mummy game for the Universal Monsters movies. It's called The Mummy Demastered. Is that a mobile game? It's a 2D side-scrolling game. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a mobile game. I can't imagine them doing a big block. Bearing in mind that that film's out now, and this is the optimal time to release a game, dude. It's a tie-in. It's a 2D way forward Metroidvania kind of game. <laughs> it's not exactly a big budget tie-in game. <laughs> no, no. Uh, CD Projekt Red put out a statement this week that they will not give in to the demands of terrorists. Uh, apparently, some hackers stole a bunch of their design documents for Cyberpunk 2077 and are uh, are threatening to release them to the public if uh, CD Projekt Red does not pay. And they said, we're not going to pay. Well, they also said that these were really early on in its development stage, like design docs, so they're all out of date. So, yep. But the irony is not lost on me. Uh, hey... Who remembers Fortnite? <laughs> no. You remember that game? Yeah, vaguely. That was like the first Unreal 4 game at the time, wasn't it? It's really coming out. Yep. July. It's coming. It's free to play. There's a $150 starter pack on Xbox Live you can pre-order right now. And that thing's going to tank like a mother. Yep. Did Cliff Blazewski work on that game? Probably at some point. Yeah, yeah, some point yeah, after, uh, after, like before they announced it, before he left the company. Yep. And I well, don't know. You'll be able to check it out next month for free if you want to. I'm good. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins has pretty much leaked itself out into the wild. It's got Ubisoft attached to it. Of course, that was leaked. Yep. So it takes place in Egypt. Bunch of season pass, DLC, good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, I'm still skipping around. So let's um, let's just get into the EA stuff because we already know that. Yeah. I was uh, quite pleasantly surprised by their show other than the um, ineptitude of certain – YouTubers that they decided to co-present the, the uh, stream. There was uh, uh, this is need yeah, for very speed. Awkward. Uh, uh, payback. Uh, yeah, payback. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was. Terrible. But at least there was no dev diary video blogs and and stuff. So, and I am sold on Need for Speed. That looks amazing. I'm sorry, but did nobody else appreciate? when the guy was up on stage and he said something and somebody in the crowd yelled at him, he's like, no, really, it's true. Like with a dead... I didn't hear what the guy yelled. Like, he just had a dead... Like, he wasn't even joking about it. Like, he had deadpan, serious face. He's like, no, really, it's true. 
<laughs> what are you talking about? And he, somebody yelled something in the crowd when he made a statement about a game, and, and he just looked at him dead face serious, like not even joking, not even cracking a smile. He's like, no, really, I'm serious. Well, to be fair, though, <laughs> I have to pat myself on the back because I did call a story mode for Madden back late last year. They announced it last mm. year. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They said there will be a story mode in Madden next year. Oh, did they? Okay. Yes, they did. Well, I didn't know that, so I called it. All right. Okay, well, you're good. You're good. Yeah. But yeah, Madden's going to have like a FIFA road to the show kind of story mode. Obviously, it's, it's a long about, shot. Yeah. Long, sh- long ball, long and of, shot. Something. Of course, it's about a quarterback from Texas because that's how every high school story starts. Varsity Blues. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, I, w- I watched that, and it seemed like exactly the same sort of thing as a journey, but just obviously swapping out uh, soccer for fo- American football or real football for American football. Um, and it was like, you know, uh, the story in the journey was of Alex Hunter, and and also those two shoutcasters they got on, they were just awful. Um, but that was all about him, you know, a young star, rising star, and he clashed with his best friend, and it turns out this fresh best friend who he thought was great as a jerk and and that seems to be exactly what this is i'm okay with that the thing that made me excited was when they showed madden on the scorpio oh my mm. oh my god oh oh my god mm. <laughs> we'll see some more and hopefully because oh my god <laughs> Mick, mixer's mixer's got his problems and i'm hoping that it handles a 4k stream Okay, for, absolutely, for like absolutely nothing today will handle a 4K stream. <laughs> well, not, well, yeah, maybe. No, no, no. Well, Netflix can handle a 4K stream, but they do that day Netflix day, ain't so. streaming these, um, these press conferences. I'm talking about where these press conferences are being shown. Mm. Ain't nothing handling a 4K stream today. I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now. <laughs> so <laughs> it's certainly be interesting. Let, let's, let's answer this. How am I going to watch the Microsoft press conference on my Xbox? Go when Yeah, when you load up your Xbox now, there should be a Mixer tab. Just go there, and it'll be there. And it'll, you'll okay. see it. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be highlighted. Yeah. Just do that. But, that, I mean, that that's going to be cool. But, yeah, I'm glad that the, the journey part of FIFA 18 was amazing. I really, really liked it. Um, so if they put the same care and attention into the one for Man, it might be a little cheesy. But I thought, as I say, the journey was really well done. So I'm hoping you guys get a similar experience with, with Man. Yeah. Uh, they also showed, of course, they showed all the sports games. They, they showed NBA Live. It's back. Did it, anyone else think, because I was watching a little bit, I don't, I don't know anything about basketball or, or really basketball games, but when they were showing some of the gameplay trailers, it looks like those videos you get where someone puts on, like, maps on someone else's face to, like, someone doing some dance moves. That's what it looked like. It looked really weird. I, I was it's pe- like their heads. I was peeing. Oh, Okay. <laughs> It just seemed to me, it's like, you know those, you know, they, they often do these memes and gifs where the people are dancing, they've got someone else's face on them, like, with that Drake song, they kept putting other people's face with him. To them. That looked like that. It looked really weird. I, I don't, I, I just, I don't, I don't care. I don't care about basketball. I never have. And I think, not to get ahead of ourselves in the conversation, but I think EA releasing an NBA Live game is about as smart as Microsoft launching a new console for four hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sick, 
sick burn, my friend, sick burn. Oh, uh, but yeah, they showed Need for Speed as John said. It looked really good. Um, mm. Fast and Furious again. Yeah, yeah did it? I mean, it, it, it visually, good? visually, it I mean, good. visually, you're right. But every single time they got to some, uh, you know, uh, they got to a section of the driving where they have to do something. It cuts to a cutscene. Well, it's like it's like it's like four cutscenes. We've seen how you can do those segments of a game in gameplay. We've seen that in games like Uncharted and many others, where people can you know jump out of cars and then kind of jump onto another vehicle and things like that. Why do you need to cut out of the action and do those things in cutscenes? Mother- Make all no. the dramatic moments happen on cutscenes? That's lazy, motherfucker. No. Let me tell you about because a game. this let is a racing a... game. No, let it's me... not a action game. Let me tell you about a game called The Wheel Man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That oh, game was, was actually was okay. Starring was it, what, motherfucking was it the PS1? Vin, Vin Diesel. No, it was 360. PS3. 360. PS3, yeah. Oh, dude, I don't remember that game. Fucking Wheelman was not bad. You could literally ram your car into other people. Like you would press up on the right stick and he would push forward with the car. Nah, I don't I don't know. It's like, it feels oh, like... Well, I'm not saying I, w- I thought it was terrible, but I thought it could have been, you know, much better. I thought it could have been much more exciting. Because whenever, just... whenever it comes to a cutscene like that, it really turns me off. Like these are the things that you should be able to do in game, really kind of keep you into the thrill of the moment. Because whenever you take control away from the player, you kill a lot of the pacing that you. We also up. don't know whether they are quick time events or not, because obviously that sort of stuff in presentations generally gets cut out you don't see the button prompts and things like that so it's possible there could be a gameplay element but what kind of struck me was just how pretty it looked when the, with all the debris on the road i mean that looked pretty darn good and again uh, i just want some good i look a good story with some some cool driving if that can provide that it fast and furious like or not i'm, I'm having a good, a good story in the racing game would be pretty That's, well it can, yeah but you're talking about as we talk with EA and uh, FIFA and um, Madden, that you can do a story mode in a sports game. Well, racing isn't a sports game, but it's still uh, along those same lines. It can be done. It's been yeah, done certainly. before. I mean, Need for Speed The Run had a That was story. terrible. I didn't mind it. I mean, the racing was kind of off, but, I mean, the story in it was okay. And then, you know, the last Need for Speed... They tried to go back to the old, you know, FMV stuff. Oh, that, yeah, game, that, that it, it was supposed, mark, it was kind of supposed to be hokey, but that game looked fucking phenomenal. Mm. Oh, Frostbite, my, Frostbite's an amazing engine, and my, I, can't, like, I can't wait to see this game. Literally, my Xbox background is still from a screenshot of Need for Speed last year. Yep. That game's always, Frostbite looks good on everything. Yeah. Look at fucking Battlefront. Holy looks shit. great. Oh, that, that did get me excited. Um, I I gotta say this because it's cracking me up. So somebody just posted on Twitter. Uh, is, is everybody here seen Rocky Four? Mm, yes. Okay. So you remember the scene where he's doing the montage, he's training, and he's looking in the mm-hmm. mirror at the picture of Drago, and he crushes it. Right. So somebody gift a picture of Jeff Keeley as the Drago picture, and when he crushes <laughs> it, it's Phil Spencer in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet that to me. I want to see that. Oh my god. Uh, re- Retweet is, that shit, Ken. All right, I just retweeted it. It's uh, fucking great. Nice. That is one of the really? best gifts I've ever seen. I swear to That's... God, the best gifts come out of E3 constantly. They do. They it do. does. It does. That's one of the best parts. Uh, but back I'm more to... interested to... Go ahead. Well, you know what? We'll get to that when we get to it. You carry on. Yeah. Uh, back to EA. 
Um, before we get to Battlefront, because Battlefront was a big one, what else did they show? Oh, um, a, Anthem. A Way Out, man. A Way Out, yeah, that's the new game from the brothers' Tale of Two Sons, gentlemen. That That is the killer app for this show for me. Like, everything else bore me to tears, including Battlefront 2. All these sports games I don't care okay, about. Okay, get out. This is, this is how I feel. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought, let me tell you what I feel about the EA conference, okay? There's one point where the guy talking about the NBA says, instead of talking about it, let me show you. And then he continued to talk about it for five more minutes. <laughs> I was peeing. That was what the EA conference was to me. I was like, I was like, finally, they get it. And then they continuously fuck up. And then I was like, eh, why? And then the whole idea, well, we'll get to the Battlefront at the end. But the reason why A Way Out is interesting to me is because, A, Brothers A Tale of Two Sons is a phenomenal game. I think it's a game that I've been queued up to write a brilliance in gaming article for, for their specific use of gameplay elements to weave a storytelling element to it. And I think it's, it's, it's amazing. And I know Ken didn't like it as much as I do, but if you actually go on you know, the internet and actually look at people's receptions, you'll see that I'm not the only person who feel about Brothers this way. I know uh, several people who Brothers of Tales Two Sons is actually their favorite game of all time. And I can completely understand why. And because of that, this is their second game. And now they have the budget, the, the funding, and everything that goes along with EA. The only good things possibly that can you know you can get from EA. And the game looks phenomenal. And the fact that they made it, they made the decision to make it a co-op only experience opens up so many doors for what you can do in a game between you and a partner, whether you're playing like a couch co-op or whether you're playing online. It, it's it's amazing because, man, nowadays, if I want to play a co-op game with my friend, I have to tell him to go the fuck home. Go home. Let's play Overwatch. You go you go home, go, go, to, go, to, go to your PC. We'll play that. Oh, let's play some, you know, some other thing. And it's like, it sucks. I hate doing that. But now we actually have a game that was built from the bottom up to be designed as a couch co-op or also be uh, you know enjoyable as an online experience, but you know this is something that you never see nowadays. And I, I feel like they kind of get it; they know what they want. And the demonstration they showed about the guys and how you're able to you know see things in different perspectives. How when one player is stuck in a cutscene, the other player is actually moving around and doing things. And it, man, it, that really excites me. It's certainly an incredibly brave move to make this co-op only. It's Indeed. yeah, it's it's definitely intriguing, and looks like the story might be quite cool as well. Does yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I'm, I mean, I did, never played Brothers, so I, I don't know uh, for sure what that was like, but that piqued my interest. It was again something very different, and especially coming from EA. Yeah, it's it's you know EA Origins sounded like a buzzword. That EA Corporation would say like, oh, we ha- we also like indie games. Look at us. Give us some cred, please. But then to actually take on the uh, one of the developers, one of the highest rated uh, indie games of all time, and then actually bring them on to make something completely new <laughs> and fresh, that really uh, is a good sign for EA in general. And I think that, that game really stole the show entirely. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. They have yet to release a game on EA Originals. Uh, I suppose so. I mean, it's, it is new. They just started last year, so... Yeah, but that's... I mean, they didn't even... Fee wasn't even at this presentation. Who? Their last one, Fee, which is the... Or Faye, uh, coming back. Yeah, but you but know how it is. That they wasn't spent... even... 
they spent 30 minutes in Battlefront 2 and 40 minutes in sports where they're going to have time to add more than one indie game. Well, but then when, what happens next year when this game isn't out and they don't mention it again either? What are you talking about? Fee no, this game is going to be out. out. Fee won't be no, out next year either. I, I'm talk- yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so what- that's the thing. It's, it's the way, you know, a way out is fine, but mention it at your press conference to get a little bit of credit and then doing nothing else with it and not pushing it, not sort of furthering uh, people's information on it is is not how you do that. It's uh, a way out. It's slated for release uh, early 2018. So was Fee. Fee was scheduled to be out by the end of 2016 when it was announced. And you I heard don't nothing. Fee at all. No, but, nobody uh, does. That's kind of my point. <laughs> EA, well, uh, EA does this for goodwill, I think. And uh, after the, the failure that was Unravel, mm-hmm. I think they're very gun-shy. About these so are they? Are you saying that demonstration was a complete farce, and there's actually no game? Because I find That's that hard to believe. That's not at all what I said. I said but, EA does it for goodwill, and I wonder it, how long this program will go because EA thinks that EA thinks that they're doing a good service by these games. But I'm gonna be real honest with you: a way out is not gonna sell EA numbers, and EA is gonna be like, "Well, is this really making us money?" I, well, they have come out and said that that's not the point of this, and that all of the profit said. goes to the developers. But again, the, yeah, this is what they said. I don't, I don't care what their intentions are, what they're going to do afterwards. As long as this game comes out, I'm able to play it. A game that I'm genuinely excited for, as you, as you, you know, can tell, that's mm. fine by me. If if your program can, you know, manufacture one excellent game that I would not have gotten otherwise, that program was a success in my eyes. I don't care about the other stuff. I don't care about this fee thing. I only care about a way out, and that game looks <laughs> like it's going to come out. All, all that we're saying is that you have to take their um, an example of the history on board, which is the fact that regardless of whether you were interested in Faye or not, mm-hmm. it was scheduled to come out shortly after, well, you know, maybe four or five months after the conference. That hasn't been released yet a year later. No word of it. Nothing more on what it is, and you can possibly expect the same thing from this. This could get buried under a bus. It's, it's possible, certainly. I mean, it's EA. They do a lot of so, dumb, scummy things. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So but, just bear uh, that in mind. It's, it's just, to me, it's just like the one shining light and just a stinking pile of nonsense. And I was like, I just really drew into it because, oh, boy, was I fucking bored. I took two pages of notes, and if I had to circle the amount of time I... T- I circled talk over and over again, and I started doodling because I was so bored. So if you can see my notes, you can see how bored I was during this conference. So I don't I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just the way it is. But uh, moving on, moving on, next game. Was there another game? Well, we talk about Anthem, but let's not talk about that till after we actually yeah, see it. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Dil- Bob Dylan of video games. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to actually see that game because it is Bioware. Mm-hmm. So we'll my, see. Yeah, and it's a new my IP. Enthusiasm is curbed, though. Yeah, so it is a new IP. So uh, Battlefront. Oh, goddamn! I love oh. I love the first game. I admit it had a lot of problems, but this one looks to solve all of those problems, and I cannot wait to see it running. On Including Scorpio. the biggest, which was, I mean, I know they're going to find their other ways around it, but. 
free DLC, everything, they're not going to fragment the community, which is, you know, worked well with Titanfall, regardless of how that worked, how that sold. They're still um, going to be were... paid DLC, John. It's they're not, not, no, con- not no. characters and Yeah, not, not characters and Steve. Yeah, it's going to be star cards, uh-huh. which is going to be your loot crates, your bits and pieces like that. Again, if they do, if that's all cosmetic stuff, that's absolutely fine. Uh, what this, is important this... is that, you know, not fragmenting the community. The reason why I dropped off that is because they started releasing the DLC. Some friends had it. I didn't. Yeah, and... that, as, as somebody who played that game for 100 hours, when they released the DLC, it was almost impossible to find matches in the DLC maps because the season pass was 50 fucking dollars. Yeah. And it's, again, brave move for them because that made them some money. And, and Battlefield, obviously, they, that season pass, I'm sure, same price. Is it? Is it a brave well. move, John, or is it a necessary move? Or maybe Cause... necessary. You might be right. Yeah. It might, in this day and age, uh, me and Ken were talking about it last night. Um, a lot of the developers are, are going this way because mm-hmm. it, it shows willing. And again, you're likely to keep people playing longer if they're not fragmented. Um, it, the only company that will never do that is Activision, obviously. But um, it, it's great. All the heroes, all the maps. And yes, you you have to deal with the fact that there's going to be randomized sticker packs or whatever they want to call them, star cards. Uh, but I can live with that. Go with uh, the PBZ Garden Warfare model. Mm, All the content was, was free, and then they sold those packs to like unlock cosmetic items. I'm okay with this. Yep. Yep. I don't think it's going to be just cosmetics. It's going to be like power-ups and stuff like that. And uh, the, power-ups are, the power-ups are earned through the game. We'll see. Well, Well, with the deep customization that they keep going on about, I think it's going to be cosmetic, so you're going to have different skins. Lightsaber colors, baby. Yeah, purple, and (laughs) you'll have have this Kylo Ren, and that Kylo Ren, and this Ray, and that Ray, all different types of of costumes. Can we we just talk about how fucking amazing it looked? It did look very good. Oh my god, it looks The thing about it is that, like, Visually speaking, Battlefront has always looked good. Battlefront looked amazing. Damn Battlefront right. Two also looks amazing. That wasn't the problem with the game, so I don't, I don't really see how that's like. Does it look that much better than Battlefront One? You think? Uh, I think, I think the, so. Yeah. I think the environments are much more detailed. Mm. Like visually, mm. that oh my god, that game looks so good. I can't wait. I'm excited because I'll play it on Scorpio, but I can't wait to see it on Scorpio. Yeah, I, I wonder if that was. I don't know what machine they used. They were using PCs. PC. Because you yeah, could see the but, mouse cursor in between uh, deaths. So, again, I, I'm with Ken. It's like uh, animations and characters, they, they look good, and they did last the last game, but it's the environments, the smaller touches, like the explosions look better. Uh, it's hard to explain, because I thought the sound design and the explosions, like the thermal detonators, so they look really good, but this somehow just seems to have dialed up a little bit more, um, just giving it a little bit of, I don't know, Extra realism, if you want to call it that, for a, a video game about about Star, uh, about Star but, Wars. <laughs> yeah, but it, you, you know what I mean. It just there was something. Oh about no, it, no, I game. Didn't. It, it it looked really good and a story mode, brilliant. Free DLC. They brilliant. they kept talking about the story mode and didn't show any of it. They're going to show it. Later. They, They're going to show it later because they don't want to give away anything about it. But it is coming. It'll be at Sony. Yeah, It'll probably be at okay, Sony's conference because they because if you noticed every trailer they showed for Battlefront started with a PlayStation logo yeah yeah it seems so like they have FIFA. Some kind of partnership yeah so did fifa's one which was odd um, FIFA is, yeah fifa is playstation now because last uh, last couple of years 
it's always been Xbox because yep. they've always got the exclusive um, like Ultimate Team special cards that were only available or were available earlier on the Xbox. Now apparently it's just Sony, board, there's no exclusivity. Sony bought every marketing deal for the fall. <laughs> Except for, well, for the fall, yeah. Exactly. Anthem, that's interesting. Yeah, Xbox will that's probably have Anthem. Xbox has Shadow of War and Xbox has Assassin's Creed from what I'm hearing. So, Oh yeah, they got Assassin's Creed. But huh? everything yeah. else is Sony. <laughs> Keep the ponies happy. Yeah. Um, well, when you have the biggest install base, the third parties line up. Oh, yes. yeah, they line up. They're of course. Like, yeah, just gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give you know. Yep. Uh, I think that's about it for me. A. Um, I didn't hate the conference. I, I was excited to see Madden. I was excited to see Star Wars Battlefront. Need for Speed looked a lot, hell of a lot better than I thought it would. Uh, I'm agreed. And a way out looks fun. Um, I hope I have somebody to play it with because, as John said, it's a huge risk to make it co-op only. Because if you I... don't, if it, if you get it on PS4 and PC, I'll play with you. Yeah, I was gonna say if, if, nobody Xbox, if so. nobody has it, then then it's no good to me. Well, <laughs> well to be fair, you'll get two copies. Yeah. You'll get two copies for review. No, I won't. Because they, well, they no, will. they, they, they must. Got, no, they got to. no, I won't. EA does not do that. But that's a game. They'll have to make a make a. They'll have to. Yeah, they'll have to make a. Yeah, they'll have to give you two codes for the same console. Yeah. Good luck with that. Jeez. Oh, I've done this. I've done this PR spiel long enough to know that the the companies that will give you extra codes and the companies that won't. Well, that'll be interesting to see how that goes down then. So I reviewed this game and I couldn't get past the title screen because I didn't have anybody else to play with. Yeah. <laughs> give it a nice zero out of ten because it was unplayable. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't even play it. No good. Zero out of ten. I wonder if it'll have matchmaking. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't know. I, I, I doubt it, it. Yeah, it it seems like a very personal experience, but I'm I'm 100 percent gonna get it. And I if, might you, if you think, copy depending on how that goes. Uh, if you think about it, it, when they were mentioning how you played this, his first words were split screen as opposed to online, and oh, he, he forgot he... to mention it at one point. So I think they very much want you to be playing with somebody you know, and I think that may play into the story of the game where potentially the person you're playing with, you are going to have to possibly backstab or something. I know, there's so, so much potential. I think, I think okay. that's why they might do it so that you have to be playing with someone you know. Yeah, I I see I see a plethora of gameplay opportunities here. Mm. Thrilled. All it right. was again really cool premise. So we're going to jump into the most important topic of today's show. We're going to do, we're going to talk about this, and since we are literally three and a half hours. hours away, three and a half hours away from this happening, when you hear this, it will have happened. Uh, but I tweeted out asking people's opinions on this, and it was pretty much blanket response but i did get an email as well that also references so we'll start there okay this uh email comes from antonio he says what's up guys today's the day when you read this that i will know if i will be pre-ordering the scorpio (laughs) if it's over 450 i won't bite oh damn uh anyways there seemed to be some pause over ninja theory's 30 dollar price point for hellblade if you haven't already spoken of the details, the developers said they were trying to make a AAA game on a mid-tier budget, even going as far as to make it digital only to cut out the middleman. In a video interview with the game and with Game Informer, they said they weren't trying to sell two or three million copies, but took a real indie approach. I've always been interested since the game's initial announcement and hope their ambition bears fruit. In other related news, I was reminded by the good people of the internet why I never ever read the comment section of articles and videos. 
watched the most recent PlayStation vid for the game and immediately saw demeaning comments about the look of the female character as if that's why it is the reason it's $30. And the typical, oh, look, guys, another female lead character comment. Last time I checked, the world ratio ratio of women to men is one-to-one. The way some people think is bewildering. I just, I still don't understand that attitude because we live in 2017. We have a female prime minister in our country, albeit a very shit one. Um, you almost had a female president. There's a very strong possibility. Women are as much a right in this industry as anyone else. Do you, do people still bang on about women protagonists in films and things like that? Does that happen? Yeah. Or it does. It's just bigger men. Yeah. There's there's assholes in any any media, you know. It just oh that's again he's right. That's the reason why I don't like reading comments and things like that um, after after you know PR stuff because it's it's they're just angry keyboard tappers sweating in their underpants in front of their computer (laughs) trying to find a way. No, 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 no. Please notice me. uh... Please notice me. Look, I'm going to make an angry comment. This is all it is, and it's. It's frustrating. That's not, why not, it's not every not angry comment is that exactly. No, but it, those oh, sort of angry like... comments are that don't have any common sense. That's, that's that's a problem. Like when you fight a, when you fight people that make blanketed nonsensical statements with blanketed nonsensical statements, you're kind of adding fuel to the fire, not doing anything. So you got to be careful. Good. <laughs> All right, but to continue on this conversation, I tweeted out asking about the 4.99 supposed price tag for the Xbox Scorpio. At this point, do we? Uh, we're, we're confident that it's going to be that. Jeff Keighley wouldn't have tweeted that unless, would he? Well, there was a couple things I've seen. So I feel like it's going to happen. I feel like it's going to sell for four ninety nine. I feel like oh. that's a huge mistake. But yeah. I also saw a couple people saying that, the, that there's two possibilities of why he tweeted this. Number one, he's being fooled out. Uh, mm-hmm. He has apparently tweeted on, or he's apparently replied on the NeoGaf thread about it, saying that he heard it in the audition. So they're either saying the wrong thing in the audition to see who would leak it, or <laughs> or Microsoft is basically having a huge internal discussion about what the price should be. Well, they've got to make their mind it's, up. It's it's a bit late for that, Ken. I mean, the graphics and everything have already been made. The the presentation is set. I don't think they're gonna fluctuate different. T- 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 oh, you can change at the last minute. Yeah, you can change a PowerPoint at the last minute. No, no, no. I, I'm not saying you can't, but it's a matter of internal conflict, and I don't think that's something you do in one single day on the day of the show. That's that's Sony, madness. Sony did it. What when they change up some of the words that they had? Did to do? they change their their DRM at the last minute? And they even made a video to go with it. They had the time. Yep, you'd be amazed what you could do in a span of a couple hours. I think another possibility is that they want to make people think it's more expensive, and so that when they decide to say it's four fifty or maybe four hundred. A sigh of relief comes along, and it sounds even better. Like for example, four fifty is still expensive, right? But if but everyone that, thinks it's five hundred, that's cheaper. And but that Keeley make himself look a fool for that. Eh, depends on how much money is involved. I don't know, man. Plus. So we got some Twitter responses to this, and I want to kind of go through those as we debate it internally here as well, just to give you an idea of what people are saying. 
Uh, Nivex says it's, uh, well, this doesn't have to do with the price, but he says it's too late to change its name. It should be called the Xbox Scorpio. They'll change the name. I, I don't think it's going to be called the Scorpio myself, mm-hmm. but let's see. Uh, that might be more interesting to me than the price, truthfully. What the <laughs> fuck are they going to call this thing? Uh, Anthony says... The Xbox 500. <laughs> the Xbox 499, bitch. Uh, uh, Anthony says uh, 499 American uh, equals a likely 599 Canadian price p- price point. I'm basing that off the Switch being 399 Canadian in comparison to 299 American. Unless they give me a reason to play on it, I'll invest that money elsewhere. Exclusive games that aren't shooters or racing would be nice. And this is what the internet is coming up with. This is they're, what they're saying is that, you know, price aside, fuck all to play on it. It's, that's a crazy response, but, it, but no, I, get, right. I get the stigma. It's the same stigma as the Vita has no games. Mm. It's the same and thing. But what you... A lot of people are making the comparison is that for multiplats, you go Sony um, because you might as well because they've got the better uh, console exclusives. Um, and you've got the Pro, which is doing a pretty good job when it's implemented correctly. I mean, Wipeout, you've seen Wipeout. I've played Wipeout. That thing makes your eyes bleed. It looks so good. Um, when implemented correctly, the Pro does a fine job. And we don't know what the Scorpio does yet. I'm sure it's going to have lots of flops to, to, to play about with. Teraflops, they, Teraflops. They, <laughs> uh, Well, you know, millions and millions of flops. Um, <laughs> if... If they don't have something that's worth putting on there that you cannot get on um, the Pro, it's really going to be a hard sell at $500. It really is. And a Halo, a Gears of War, as um, Nivek was saying, uh, uh, for even a Forza, which is probably the best racing game out there, that's not enough. Nope. Uh, Matt says 399 US on that price, which means a solid 500 up here in Canada. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, he also says, I, "What the fuck?" Uh, eating magic mushrooms and doing the Microsoft pro- press conference, followed up by my first viewing of John Wick Two and Logan in 4K. Why would he eat magic mushrooms? I, I don't know. Okay. Heightened experience. I I figure you should save that for the Nintendo conference. True. Yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, David says, I was going to talk myself into upgrading at three ninety nine. If four ninety nine, I just can't do it, especially since I don't even have a four K TV. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Save the four ninety nine. Buy yourself a four K TV with that money. Yeah. Uh, just you know, just getting gauges from my Twitter feed because it's been that's all it's been this morning. Um, mm. One of the guys I follow, good guy, works over at the WorkPrint, says the "I'll just build a PC" responses to the rumored 499 Xbox Scorpio price point are insane. No PC can be <laughs> built to do 4K <laughs> at $500. No, that does make me laugh. It's like, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm going to get a Scorpio because I'm an idiot. Oh, me too. Um, me too. Yeah, but yeah, he's absolutely right. This, regardless of price, again, it could well be a true native, in most cases, 4K machine, and you cannot get a PC built at that price. We've, we've you know. had this discussion and debate so many times that. Yes, it should be four ninety nine. Shit, it should be five ninety nine for what's in that. We thing. just don't want it, be. <laughs> you just Microsoft's so far behind and trying to catch up to Sony, you can't sell it at that price. Yeah, you could if they're going to come out with that price. If that is the real price, one Sony could sit there and say, "Well, we're fine," or two, they could they'll twist drop. the knife. They'll drop. They that. could drop the pro because that. Can you imagine? 
how that looks. If they, we've already seen them of the original Xbox launch because that was five hundred, and they they better not dare bring that up that the oh this is the same price as we launched the older xbox one because that was a failure on uh, in of itself and potentially one of the reasons why they're behind but if you release that and sony sony could come out and say drop it by 50 bucks how good does sony look 350 dollars pro sitting next to a 500 scorpio there's not even a prayer for microsoft to sell that thing oh there's just not because, like, no. I was talking to our good friend Mike Futter this morning, and you know he was like, you know, it's it's definitely worth five hundred. I was like, I'm not arguing that. I'm arguing the average consumer that walks into a store and sees 4K system and games, Sony having more of them, they're gonna buy a Pro. They're not gonna buy a Scorpio. What if what if we propose the idea that Scorpio is actually the next Xbox, and that's the thing that's, that they drop. That's and what they're gonna be pushing. I guarantee it. They, so like, this is our next system. So again, that means it, there's there's games gonna be on Scorpio they can't play on PS4 or no, the Xbox already, One. They've already they've said already that, announced that. It's, yeah, they can't do that. They've already said that. I mean, that's basically lying again. Yeah, they're painting themselves into a corner is the problem. And it's it's, it's they, not like they haven't lied about stuff before. So sure, not, but no, they're, they're not in a position it. to have any goodwill for it. <laughs> And re- recently, they have garnered a huge amount of goodwill. If they come out and try and push this as the next, you know, the Xbox Two, um, then that same issue ha- they have with the fact that it's five hundred dollars, which was the same price as the Xbox it's, One it, launch. But at. the thing is, it's much easier to swallow that a brand new system that plays brand new games you can't play anywhere else, but you can't five hundred dollars makes a lot more sense. They are never, ever going to go back on that. That was a whole... They made a massive, massive thing about the fact last year at the E3 that the whole point going forward was that all of their, um, you know, future consoles will be completely backwards compatible and vice versa. They made a massive deal. The whole point was that we want an ecosystem that you can carry forward with you. And let's... I mean, what? They... Let's say... Let's be be generous... What you're saying exactly still works. You can still play Xbox One games on it, and it'll look better on the Scorpio. But on the Scorpio, you'll have exclusive games. No, they, they, no, they. Let's be generous. Let's say that Microsoft have sold 300 million Xbox Ones. Not even close. Uh, what? No, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm sorry, 300. <laughs> sorry, 30, 30 million. Okay, 30 million more. Be, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's let's be generous. Say 30 million. They sold that, and they that's been a. That's a good sales road. number, but Sony has just number. destroyed yeah. the, the norm. How on earth do you think they're going to sell another 30 million of a brand new Xbox 2 console when Sony's machine that's are going to be potentially $150 cheaper, you know, at worst $100 cheaper, that does a very similar thing. People are just going to continue buying Sony stuff. Yep. It doesn't make sense. You can't say this is exclusive and these are the games, you know, this... And this who's, version of Forza who's going to Who's going to do exclusive Scorpio games when Sony has 70 to 80 million systems sitting in yeah. the market? Nobody! Third, party, third parties won't. No, not a third party at, at all will do that. Nope. There won't be one. Here's uh, what I think. I, I think oh, go ahead, this. go ahead. Scorpio's going to come out, right? Probably, October. I'd say within a year. October I would say. October's set. October, October 7th is a date, isn't it? They've 13th, been banding about October today. October 13th. Okay, so, uh-huh. so October 13th, 2017, the Xbox Scorpio is going to release. October of 2018, I bet you 
there will be a game that comes out that only works on the Xbox Scorpio. In a year's time, they're going to have something like that. That would be very I, bold. I guarantee it. Do you think that would be a smart move or a bad move on their part, though, Drew? I, after a year out, mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll probably go down in price once. Okay. And then be like, okay, it's time we're starting to develop just for the Scorpio now. So we need we, you guys need to come on over. <laughs> stop, stop playing with yourself. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, is that people have very good memories. Yep. Ah. I mean, people, people, people still think the Xbox doesn't play used games. What are you talking about? <laughs> yep. And they'll remember all of that they said about the fact that you, there's got to be parity among the both consoles, and that'll be that'll be brought up to haunt them. No parity. Hashtag no parity. Uh, Sean says $399 standard drive, $499 SSD drive. Nah. <laughs> no. No. No, uh, you won't get an SSD. If it's four ninety nine, you'll get a terabyte. A terabyte SSD? Yeah. No, no, you'll get a terabyte <laughs> hard drive. You will not get SSD. Period. No, no. no. I was about to say, like, you're gonna get a Scorpio and an SSD drive that's like a terabyte. It's like, do you know how much a terabyte SSD costs? A lot. Yeah. A four nine nine. A four nine nine. I want a two, at least a two gigabyte in that thing. Terabyte. Two terabyte. Terabyte. You put a two gigabyte, gigabyte? you can't even hold the OS. <laughs> god damn it. Oh my god. We're going back to the 360. Uh, John cracks me up. Shit, the 360 was for the 20. What are you talking about? Two? Yeah. Um, Go old school. Only plays indie games in 4K. Mookie had the best response to my question. Puzzle quest. <laughs> now, god, if man. I, if I that announced that, if I announced that on... Uh, 4K on um, day one. Oh man, Drew, how did that last this long? How? How? I don't know. I don't, Jeff I don't even know what the it. reference is. I think it's before my time. It was. It was Jeff yeah. Borsick who was on the show maybe five months. Yeah, maybe. And he made that joke, and it has continued to run. It will not die. Won't die. Uh, King XAD says. In order for Scorpio to even have a chance, it needs to be three ninety nine. Microsoft has to take the loss on the price in order to be competitive. I agree. That's, that's the feelings of most uh, most everybody. And if nothing else, we've made this point time and time again. If anyone is in the in the opportunity to take those cuts to maybe try to win in the long game, it's Microsoft. But, but then we we don't know who makes the pricing decisions because exactly. this could be this exactly. could be coming up from further up above Phil Spencer's head. They might say, we're not taking this cut. It's going to look might... really bad on their forecast for their stockholders is what's going to mm. look like, and that's a problem for the seats. I'm, yeah. sending, oh, no, you, that's the thing. I'm sending you breaking. You want to see it? What is it? There it is. No, I don't. I don't want to see it. It's nothing to see, really. It's a very bad angle. But that's supposedly the first shot of the system. Looks like a fucking PS4. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if they think it's the PS4, they'll buy it, right, guys? Yeah, it's black. <laughs> it's the kind of brilliant like idea. PS4. Yeah. Consumers are dumb. There you go. Amazingly, I can't even see it. It's a black screen. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really hard to see, but supposedly that's the first shot yeah, of it. Get, Hey, hey, guys! It's it's gonna be a box. It's gonna have components inside. Okay. No, really. It's, it's gonna be. Are you yeah, sure? Yeah, it's, it's, I'm I'm fairly certain. Maybe it'll be the sphere that hovers in the air, like the PS9. The Okama but Game I'm not, Sphere. I don't, I don't think we're there yet. What about the Okama Game Sphere? 
Oh, you know, come on, Gamesby! <laughs> Who remembers that? Come on! South Park. Well, if anything, oh, yeah. this news just means that it's even better reason to watch this conference because it could be really good or a burning car wreck. I, t- I will tell you this. We, we have spent this whole time talking about the price of this thing. Yeah. But truthfully, the the thing I want to see out of this conference the most is the games, and I hope they bring exactly. it. I hope they that's, bring it. That's what they need. That's what's going to yeah. save them more than a new fucking console is. Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm and hoping best... for some good stuff. And the best part of the whole conference is that I won't even have to buy an Xbox to play all these games because they're all going to be on PC, baby. Yeah, you sound like that asshole on the Neo Gaff Oh, yeah. <laughs> so good. I don't even have to buy your dumb system. I well, I think, on my PC. Oh, I think so we good. can definitely um, count in Crackdown 3 because those guys are there at E3. They're so. tweeting that they're going to show it. So yeah, we're so going to we're going to see that game. We're going to see a lot of that game, and we're going to see a release date for that game. I so hope so. And I'm hoping that they announce that there's going to be some uh, Crackdown. At least Crackdown 1 goes backwards compatible because I really want to play that game again. Oh, they're going to give you both of those games today. Watch. Do you they're, think they're free if you have gold and they're backwards compatible today? Pre-order crackdown, oh, would... bitches. I think that would be really cool. Or do they do remasters? <laughs> nah, nah. There's, there's no point. In it. There's no way you get a remaster of those two games out, and nobody wants nah. a remaster of two. Two, no, uh, only one. Only <laughs> one. Don't make them both backwards compatible so you can play them before the new one comes out. Yeah, yeah, that would be a really, again, real goodwill smart move. I might play through Crackdown again. That first one. I definitely would. That was a good game. That's a great game, especially co-op. Figuring this fucking orb. I want that noise better be in the new game. That noise. It will be. The orb noise, <laughs> it better be there. We already know the announcer's back. They made a big deal about that, so... Anyway. Do you think he does the announcement? Do you think they get his voice on as they're about to re- uh, reveal it? Hell yeah, he'll be like, It's time, agents. No, that would be awesome. Yeah. I love so yeah, ab- absolutely agreed uh, that I, I'm, I will buy Scorpio because again, I'm an idiot. But it's the games I want to see, and I'm really intrigued by Anthem about what that is. And I'm, I'm excited that they're gonna, tonight. Yeah, they're going to show it played, so I'm excited mm. to see that. Um, obviously, I'm excited to see Crackdown. The Forza mm-hmm. time is when I'll be taking my pee break. Oh, I'll be all like, you know, they're going to show Forza. Oh, come on, of course they are. Forza I, I wonder seven. if they're going to lower a fucking car onto the stage. Like, <laughs> oh, swear to God, Phil Spencer's just going to drive out in the Lamborghini and be like, "Sup, bitches." Three ninety nine drops the mic. I hope it loses control of the car and runs people over. That'd be amazing. Oh, regardless of what's going on, it's exciting. I can't wait to see these shows. I love E three. Yeah, you know. E3 technically kicked off during EA, but in my heart, it didn't start until today. Yeah. 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 EA's was yeah. neat, but it didn't feel like it was there. Mm-hmm. But, man, when Microsoft comes out, show Scorpio, then Bethesda tonight, Sony tomorrow night, Nintendo Tuesday morning. Oh, this this is when the fans are lining all together, and the <laughs> shit is just popping out of the stands. Yeah, and I don't I stay off Twitter. <laughs> Nintendo's half an hour pro- press uh, direct. Is I be cannot amazing. believe it's only a half hour. Half it's, hour, yeah, it's nuts. I mean, uh, you're not going to see Arms. Arms is out this week, so there's no point. You'll maybe see a very small part. Uh, you'll see a lot of Splatoon, a lot of Super Mario. But then, what does that leave? I mean, uh, half an hour is not long. We we need at least twenty minutes of Xenoblade Two, John. So I mean, exactly. that's, that's mandatory. Yeah. Oh, exactly. do I get do I get to shout in everybody's face that I was right that that game is not coming out this year? 
<laughs> Xenoblade like, was delayed till February. Who the oh, fuck thought go. it was actually coming out? Wait, wait, wait. They, they, they announced that it's yep. delayed. It's delayed. February well, 2019. I, I knew that. I knew that. So it didn't. It doesn't feel as bad. But hey, it's you know, it's got a release date, so that's cool. Yeah, it won't come out I'm in down. February. It think? won't come out in February. <laughs> you know what else is coming out next year? Fucking Skyrim on the Switch. <laughs> you know, you know what? You know what's coming, coming out, out next year that nobody cares about, Drew? Skyrim on the Switch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you guys say that, but I bet you that will sell like over. A of million. course, because there won't be any other games for the Switch games for people play to play. On it, yeah. <laughs> come on, yeah. Ultra Street Fighter Two sold. Yeah. So, so who are the who are the real idiots? Really, I mean, is it the we switch are. owners? Is it For the people no, we who bought are. the switch? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is John, did you, did you did you buy the switch? Bought two of the fucking things. <laughs> so you're you're twice the stupid. <laughs> oh, not nice for me. Right, no, right, I have. I tell you what, that is my Mario Kart machine. I absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah. So was the Wii U. <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, this yeah. All right, fair enough. Oh. But 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 can it's got the word deluxe at the end of it, so it's DX. so much better. It's DX, so much isn't better. it? Because uh, Pocken is uh, DX, right? Pocken, oh, Pocken, however you say it. You could Pocken. you could Pocken, you could hear the tears of a million Pokemon, ten million Pokemon fans hitting the floor when that was announced. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> like, I think Pokemon's a great game. I gave that game I'm, like a I'm eight. not. I'm not dis. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. I've not played it. I'm not going to make a comment. But it's the, the first the game, Pokemon it's game announced for the Switch. Wanted. It's not what they wanted. <laughs> well, of course, going to be like a port of a Wii U game. That's how the first three years of the Switch <laughs> life cycle is going to play out. It's basically the Wii U too. Yeah, basically. Electric yeah. Boogaloo. Have they have they even said that there is a Pokemon game in development for the Switch? I don't know if they've come out and said it officially. I don't think so. But How it has much, to be. I, I'm I'm willing to bet money that the the main staple Pokemon will remain on 3DS. Has to for now. That's where the audience is. I guarantee is. you that's exactly where it's going to be. And that is dumb. Yep. But that's the way Nintendo's been since Pokemon came out. Has dumb. there ever been a proper Pokemon game on a console? Well, no. the thing about it is that like Nintendo doesn't completely control what the Pokemon company does. They're kind of a juggernaut in their own right. They're almost like Rockstar. Where they can do whatever the fuck they want, and they'll sell millions upon millions of copies of the game. So do they have the incentive to make a Switch game, add more development cost, lower their actual you know <laughs> revenue? But like, is that, Nintendo is that should want? be working with them to help fund that because, as Ken said, a, or sorry, Drew said, um, Having uh, not having a mainstay Pokemon game on the Switch is, I mean, you're going to sell that thing's going to sell consoles by the bucket load if you did that. So surely Nintendo should be dipping the hand in the pocket a little bit, helping with the development of that game. Yeah, I think mm. I think Nintendo would have to pay them too much money for the amount that they would have lost. Like 3DS games are fucking cheap to make. Just and they just make fucking so much money. With the Pokemon Go money, Jesus, they literally wiping their asses with it. They got so much. Pokemon Go money doesn't go to Nintendo, dude. Like, most of that no, goes... Yeah, to the yeah, that goes to the Pokemon company. That's what I mean. They've got all of that money. Start using it. Mm. Get that money, we'll boy. We'll Give they me that fund, money, they boy. They new Switch Pokemon game with about a month's revenue of Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh, that GIF is great. <laughs> <Ken>. <laughs> 
Oh, the gifs have started and they're glorious. You know, You're talking about the one with the Rocky Four one? No, 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 no. I, I just put it. I just put a new one in the in the chat. It's uh, oh. from Predator. It's crushing a scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. oh. Xbox oh, all it's gonna be. Oh, um, yeah. If it's four ninety nine, that's exactly what's gonna happen. Uh, as, as someone that's on out. Xbox and will not be owning an Xbox in the future because of the fact that I can play the game, I still want Microsoft to do well. Because I think this back and forth between Microsoft and Sony, especially this generation in particular, has been very healthy for the consumers. Yep. Backwards yeah. compatibility for Xbox, yep. uh, the PS Plus, the game for, uh, games uh, for gold, yep. uh, all these little changes they're trying to make. It's all a tug of war between two corporations trying to get ahead. And if Microsoft falls on their face and goes even further behind, it's going to be bad news for yeah. for all of the game industry. Yeah. So I sincerely we, hope that Microsoft there needs, there knock need, it out of the park. Yeah, they, there needs to be a push and a pull. There just can't be a push. Because if there is, then we go to one one dominating console and then everything goes to shit. And we all lose. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No matter who wins, we lose. Thanks. Thanks for that movie reference, John. Thanks. Sorry. You're welcome. Uh, anything else that we need to discuss? Because three hours, gentlemen. Three hours. Yep. Yeah. It's exciting times. It is. I'm going to get myself ready, get some dinner, uh, mm-hmm. get everything situated because I got two hours to spend with Phil Spencer and team. Yep, they, they've said it's going to be pretty much close to that, haven't they? Yep. He said it'll run longer than the 90 minute norm, which means it'll run close to two hours. I wonder yeah. if it's going to be more like the Sony show with uh, like less people talking and more trailers and such. I don't know. I hope so. That means there's a lot of games. I hear, I hear Sony is doubling down on that format. Hey, that bring it. I, I'm excited to see what Sony does tomorrow because I'll tell you what, last year was hype as fuck. It was. Game, game, That's... game, 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 game. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, none of those games came out this year. Came out? Yeah, at all. <laughs> no, they, a bunch of those games came out, like Gravity Rush, Yakuza Zero. They didn't show Gravity Rush at last year's E3 conference. It wasn't their montage video. Resident <laughs> Evil 7 came out. Montage video. No, the, all these games came out, and you're not giving them credit for any of the stuff that they did. Like what? I, I rem- what I remember Yakuza from... Zero. You want to know what I remember from last year? God of War, Days Gone, Gran Turismo Sport, Crash Spider-Man. Bandicoot, Spider-Man. I don't have any of those games. So you just mentioned a bunch, and I just mentioned a bunch that were out, and I don't, I don't know. You, you pulled Last... a montage video. I'm talking about games that were actually shown on stage. <laughs> it's, it's... You know, the ones that they cared to spend time on. They should move in Final Fantasy Remake. And... <laughs> Shinmu got delayed, by the way. We didn't talk about that in news. I, think, I thought no. we did. Did we? We got delayed till the end of 2018. Fuck. Maybe. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, and a let, new, it, let it let it let it let it cook. It's fine. And a new Kingdom Hearts three trailer dropped today, which means it will not be at E three. We we talked about that right before you got on. Ah, that's, okay, that's weird to me that they just decided to just drop a trailer. Also, well, they have somehow. a Disney attraction coming up, from what I understand. Mm. Yeah, so Shinmu takes even longer to come out before people realize that was a bad game. Right. <laughs> it might be. I don't know that. I don't care about Shenmue like other people do, but I know the I know the following that game has, and I, I really want it to be good for them. You know. I, I'm sure they'll convince themselves that it's good for them. 
Jesus is just asshole meter just off the charts. <laughs> you said you like this, Jay. That's why you read Twitter during E3 conferences. <laughs> no, I don't mind it personally, but I'm sure someone's listening. They're like huge fans of Shamu, and they t- they're taking you seriously. Dude, like, mm, dude, the people have listened to this show long enough to know that there are certain games I just give umpteen amounts of shit to. Shinmu is one of them, and I will never stop. So if you're offended by my Shinmu comments, first off, I'm sorry. Because that's just something stupid to get upset about. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's all about people, what people love, right? People get really invested in things, they're passionate about certain fandoms. And when they see it being wrongly kind of accused of a lot of things that it's not, or whatever it's going to be, then uh, I can see them getting upset. I understand it. I don't get that way about series as I love. You can talk shit about whatever I love, and I'd be like, well, you have bad taste. And that's basically the end of that. But I understand it. I understand both ways. I'm very empathetic that way. Well, you know, Jay, I'm an Xbox fan. I already know I have bad taste. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> You're going to buy a Scorpio, even if it's $500. We know you have bad taste and poor life decision making. So Damn right. Fine. So apparently, Xbox Scorpio is the confirmed name. Just really? Last minute. All right, you know, stop telling me shit, man. I want to watch the conference. I want to end <laughs> hey, the show. I We're held, I held a lot of stuff that I know. Get out of from okay, saying the anything. Show. We're done. Get out of here. You know what? You know what's great? I was telling Drew before the show. I've got a chicken noise. Oh, do you? One of our readers, oh, yeah. one of our, one of our readers, sectioned off Jason's chicken noise, so I can just throw it in now. Awesome! Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, whoever you are. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so <laughs> the chicken noise will always be there, even when Jason isn't, which is most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Have we, got, have, we got, have we got a stand-in for Drew when he stops showing up? Oh, shut up. <laughs> Can we get a soundboard? <laughs> something about Samsung? <laughs> <laughs> propane and propane accessories. That'd be great. Propane? Uh, normal, normal housekeeping pushes, you know, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at M4G Podcast. Uh, individually, Jay is at Bottleside Jay. Drew is at DMO Fury. John is at John WUK. You can follow me on the site at DTGD. Shoot your emails to podcasts at DTGD.com. Oh boy, next week's show is going to be fun. And long. It's going to be a fucking long ass show, man. Yeah, we're going to have a lot. Discuss a lot of conversations to have, um, but don't skimp on Drew's Earthbound podcast that's coming for Phoenix Down. Yeah, follow them up on the Twithalls. New territory for both of us. Indeed. Um, enjoy, everybody. Enjoy E3 week. Don't take Twitter seriously, and if it bothers you, stay off of it. This week is all about new video games. It's exciting. It's our Christmas. Let's enjoy it. Mm. It's our Super Bowl, it's our Christmas. It's and if else any idiot out there wants to know if E3 is still relevant, just gauge the excitement of people who are actually enthusiastic about this hobby and their excitement for this week. I take a week off every year from work because of this week, so yep. there are people out there that love it. A lot of people do. So that's it. We'll see you after the massacre, after the fun. Hopefully when we come out of it, there'll be a lot of games to talk about. But that's it. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. Welcome to the N4G Podcast.